Hi, my name is Casey, they, them pronouns, and I will be playing Gravella, she, her. I'm Carson, uh, uh, he, they, and I'm going to be playing uh, Reese, he, him. Hey, I'm, I'm Thomas. Uh, use any pronouns you feel appropriate. Uh, I'm going to be playing Scythe. Hi, I'm Chloe. My pronouns are she, they. I'm going to be playing Sore. Pronouns are he, they. Hey, my name's Stacy. My pronouns are she and it. Uh, and I'm going to be playing Yerwin. Uh, pronouns they, them. Hi, I'm Matthew. Pronouns he, they. Uh, and I'm going to be your DM. So, uh, to start this off, uh, welcome, listeners, to Here's Joa Brave Wild. Um, a couple things to start off with. Uh... This campaign uh, is going to have some clear inspirations uh, from uh, generally uh, cultures that reside um, near and around the Amazon rainforest, along with that uh, inspiration from uh, various Polynesian cultures. Um, uh, There is a very um, good point that I heard from someone that uh, no fantasy world can be made in a vacuum. Uh, and I know that if I attempted something of a world like with this sort of flavoring, um, that I it, inevitably my um, my you know any stereotypes and anything that I would have internally baked in due to my background about uh, Polynesian peoples and people of the Amazon would end up uh, finding their way into my world and not having the best presentation. And so for this, I have attempted to do my research on these cultures as best as I can in order to prevent um, such stereotypes from making their way into the campaign in a negative format. With that being said, welcome to Kirjoa Brave Wild. Oh, hell yeah. It has been 20 odd years since the world of Domal was rocked by the rapid demise of multiple of the most powerful individuals to ever live, such as Raika Asifar, emir of the Yilrani people, and Shirai IV, the kaiser of Vransk and its crystalline hills. Though most of you were not alive to witness the ripples these instances immediately made within the pond of life, all of you are living through the changes brought about after such a radical change of power across the world. This era was known as the Era of Regicide, the predecessor to the current era, the era of modernity. One such impact of this um, of this terrible thing was the increased federalization of otherwise decentralized peoples and the securing of structure in otherwise fluid systems of authority. One such example happens to be the nation which houses all of you at this very moment, the Macadran Confederation of Agricultural Peoples, or simply Macadrai for short, has seen an increase and rise in rapid growth Um, of industrialization Um, and uh, this can be attributed uh, to the rapid industrialization of nations of the west and east alike this has led to the increased ability to bureaucratize and subsequently the induction of its youngest commonwealth the large island of Kirjoa Kirjoa uh, off the western coast of Makadrai is a land ruled and inhabited by the Shemairi people, an ethnicity composed of a majority Triton, but also containing orcs, grung, and monkey folk. From these people, a cry of help was issued to anyone who would listen. It demanded that brave hunters, woodsmen, botanists, ecologists, druids, and anyone who could find their way 
around the various jungle come to the island and help fend off the greatest threat their people have ever faced. Ecological crisis. Various creatures migrating from the inner island seem to be stomping their way past the Kohatu Mountains to the west and trampling the rural populations that lie outside the capital of Lefkemi. Specimens friendly to the people have become hostile and aggressive, and the ecological stress is becoming far more than the island can handle. And so it is up to the most valiant of creatures, given uh, the val most valiant of adventurers, excuse me, given the title of Brave Wild, to endure the tropic treachery and save the island of Kirjoa. <clears throat> and with that, you you all find yourselves within a large hall, with stone benches lining the walls. In the very front lies a podium, in use by a stout Orsish man, cloud. Uh, clad in uh, a skirt of sorts held up by a, uh, a waistband. Um, this waistband is ornate in its weaving, um, and from this belt hangs a jade pendant. Flanking him is a lanky monkey folk woman who wears a tightly woven cloak with frills of fabric jutting from it. Along with it, uh, she wears a skirt similar to that of the Orsus man, and a headband that holds up a cluster of feathers. Uh, directly in the center of both of them is uh, a quite uh, beautiful woman, and a beautiful aged woman, that is. Um, she appears of Triton descent, um, and uh, she appears to be the most wise out of the three at the podium. Uh, she wears a red top that flows into a finely woven skirt. From her neck hangs what appears to be a beautifully carved, carved fish hook of unknown material. This woman steps forward and speaks, her voice confident and surprisingly strong for her age and stature. Give me one moment while I remove while I resume the music. <clears throat> there we go. Okay. Damn it, where is it? There we go. Greetings, all who have come from afar, and welcome to our home. We hope your travel was not as restless as travel can be, and we hope that Takuameki was not too much of a headache. My name is Aihe, and these two, she points to the Orishis man, are Tane, and then she points to the monkey folk woman, and Hitapu, some of the finest explorers I've had the pleasure of working with, and for that matter, Kirjoa has had the pleasure of working with. Now, you may understand our home is under the threat of catastrophe. We have observed a number of species that have either not been seen in years or have never been seen before. Uh, simply flood this part of Kirjoa, and for unknown reasons. In order to get a better grasp on this, we need hardy individuals such as yourself to help us better understand what lies to our west and devise solutions to restore our quiet balance. Long ago, before Lavkemi was as big and bold as it was today, a group of heroes, known as the Brave Wild, charted the whole island, making maps of each area with its local populations of creatures. However, these records are lost, and since all of the Brave Wild have passed, and have taken the natural order of the Great Cycle, it is with a slight reluctance, yet with full confidence in who I am starting it back up for, I am reinstating the Brave Wild, giving you all the express permission to explore the uncharted of this island and hunt the creatures as you see fit. With that being said, understand that abuse of this will result in repealment of your privilege, 
The flora and fauna of this island are more sacred to us than you could ever know, and so kill and harm only as you need. You will be marked with a brave wild with a badge such as this. From behind the podium, she pulls out a wooden token. Um, this wooden token appears to uh, be very ornate in its carving. Uh, and covered with a lacquer of sorts that reflects the light coming in through the holes that serve as windows in this great stone hall. Um, anyone who knows uh, Orcish, or at least knows the Orcish script, um, would recognize um, there are two letters on this pendant in the very center. Um, this appears to be the letter that would correspond to R and the letter that would correspond to T. Present these tokens to the barracks, and you shall proceed forth with the arrange uh, with your arrangement of room and board, uh, which uh, shall be fronted by the council and any costs that come with that. While your main task is to spend time in the jungle, your downtime in Love Kemi can be spent how you see fit. We ask, however, that you try to stay out of trouble if you could. It's a headache to try to do any paperwork if you happen to break the law, and that wouldn't serve as a good role model for the people. Now. You may purchase supplies and any equipment not found within the barracks in the northern part of the city, known as the Company Districts. We shall supply you with rations, mosquito wax, a change of attire, and um, many other things that you will need on your adventure. You will be earn earning coin for your work, so spend as you see fit. I will warn you, however, that to the north lies a minority of swindlers amongst the honest vendors that make up the majority. Purchase at your own discretion. And with that... Um, we shall begin sorting the Brave Wild attendants into our groups. Tane and Hunapo, you may take the stand. She steps down from the podium and first sets up Hunapo, uh, the monkey folk woman. Hello, I am Hunapo, and I shall be taking people into my section of the Brave Wild. We have a list here in front of us. And at random, you will be picked uh, in order to furnish this group. She looks down at the list and she ponders for a bit. She closes her eyes and her finger seems to circle around before landing and she opens her eyes. She squints at this list and she furrows her brow. <clears throat> uh, uh, um, I might have trouble with this pronunciation. Um, uh, From the left side of the benches, you hear a voice, Perka. It's a seemingly lighter voice. Uh, one that doesn't sound like anything you've ever heard before, but still sounds quite pleasing to the ear. The pronunciation is Achaya. All of your attention is directed towards a very tall individual sitting on the bench. Um, you can tell their size simply just because how far their torso juts up from the stone bench and the fact that their legs have to sort of curl in in order to make room between, of course, the floor and the bench. This individual appears to be clad in a cloak of sorts with dark, uh, almost like chaps, um, and boots with spurs that poke out from the back. Um, most of their body is concealed by this cloak, and on their hat, 
they uh, on their head they wear sorry <laughs> on their head they wear a dark wide brimmed hat from beneath this hat though those who are close by can see mandibles poking out they stand up and walk to the front hello achaya and welcome to the brave wild one hand insectoid in nature appears from beneath the cloak and grabs the badge Thank you. It is an honor to be part of the Brave Isles and do what I see fit in serving this community. They make their way back down to the po- uh, back down from the podium to the bench and sit down. Punopo steps down, and Tane, the Orcish man, steps up. Also, we're just gonna ignore how I switch pronunciations of orc and or like orcish and orcish. <laughs> that didn't happen. Um. This is revisionist history. So true. Um, he closes his eyes in a similar fashion that Hunapu did, and his very his very uh, thick callous finger seems to um, circle around the page before landing, and he opens his eyes. <clears throat> Come up to the podium. Riss, follow. Carson, uh, if you may describe <laughs> your character. Yeah, okay, yeah, so Reese is a... Sorry. <laughs> um, uh... <laughs> Reese is a, uh, orange tiefling with, um, goat-like hooves for legs. Um, uh, as he stands, um, his... Not quite as tall as the previous person mentioned, but height is noticeable. And, uh, as he... His large sword, a just large intricate sword on his back is also visible. Um, the other main defining feature is his right arm from the mid-forearm to the rest of the hand is completely uh, mechanical and prosthetic as he walks forward to the stand. Welcome, Rhysfalo, to the Brave Wild, and you shall be with me. And he hands you this badge. Um... He takes the badge. It is my pleasure. Very well. Tane steps down from the podium, and Hunapo steps back up. All right. Next person up, and she performs the same thing that she was uh, doing prior, closing her eyes and, you know, circling her finger around the page before landing. You know, the the classic procedure. Uh... (laughs) She opens her eyes, and uh, she once again squints at the page. I just am not getting easy names today. <clears throat> Dunyazad Fitan. Um, from the bench, a uh, another cloaked individual stands. However, their overall attire is in a much more uh, light color. When they stand, uh, you can hear the jingling of various tools and bells from their belt. Um... Various hang- things hang from their belt, such as a pat, uh, a pouch, sorry, uh, that appears to be leaking some sort of dust. Um, various bottles and potions with mysterious liquids uh, jingle and clank uh, as uh, they a- as she walks up to the podium, um, and uh, all of her attire appears to be finely woven with this sort of almost gilded-like reflection to it. Thank you. It is an honor to 
uh, be part of such a big project for this island. Sorry, I froze up for a second. Um, Hunapo hands her the badge. Welcome, Dunyazad. Or, sorry, fuck, I did the wrong accent. <laughs> Welcome, Dunyazad, to the Brave Wild. Thank you. And she returns to her bench. Honapo steps down from the podium and steps up. Uh, and uh, who steps up is Tane. Tane does the same procedure once again. His finger landing on the page, and he opens it and says, <clears throat> Next up is Sore. You see, um, you see what seems to be a shorter than average human with white hair stand up and kind of walk quickly over to the front to get the badge. He has soft features mostly around and his skin is somewhat pale. Um, he reaches over and accepts it and says, thank you very much. I hope to honor this. Sir. Welcome, sorry, to the Brave Wild. Quickly shuffles back. <laughs> Very cool. Um, you're sort of starting to sense a pattern by now. Tane steps down from the podium. Hunapo steps back up. Uh, does the same random selection procedure. And uh, finger lands on the page. <clears throat> um, Artemy. Uh, no surname, just Artemy. Um. Oh shit, no. Sorry. Hunapo. Hunapo does this. Sorry. I was confused. No, no, no. Hunapo does this. So, not a not a grizzled voice. Artemy. Uh, if you may step up. Um, you see from the right side of the bench, uh, this, uh, knoll individual. Um, very hyena-like features. Uh, appears, um, uh, with, uh, very spotted fur. Uh, but d despite all these, um, hyena-like features, a very kind face overall. Um, she wears, um, like, a quite very flowy dress, um, and, uh, in the midsection of the dress, uh, is a belt, a tool belt, uh, not too dissimilar from a Dunyazad war, um, except this time it has equipment such as pruning scissors, um, uh, a small watering can that hangs from it, uh, various books and tomes and satchels full of various equipment, uh, and along her tail you see various flowers that are just tied around, um, as sort of a, a bit of decoration. Uh, Artemis steps up and goes, Thank you. I, um, am honored to be here. Uh, and I, uh, I sure hope that we get out sometime soon, because I really want to see what's out there. Well, no, sorry. Well, I'm glad to see that someone is very excited for this. And, um, Artemy sort of, instead of being handed the badge, she just kind of snatches it up out of excitement, and she goes, oh, <laughs> sorry. Uh, <laughs> and then walks back down to the bench, uh, sort of hanging her head in embarrassment. Um, Tane steps up to the podium, circles his finger around, and it lands. <clears throat> Verbella, please step up to the podium. Uh, so, standing up, 
to a seven foot three, uh, a furbolg woman steps out from on the bench. Uh, she has red hair, short bangs that's half tied up in a bun. Um, she's wearing a blue and brown dress, and uh, an amulet uh, of a tree is hanging around her neck. Uh, as she walks up to the front, uh, clopping behind her uh, is a little lamb, uh, just tagging along behind her. Uh, and as she walks up to grab her badge, she looks down at the lamb and says, Oh, Muffin, that's two times we weren't picked last. Thank you. Uh, and she will with the badge. <laughs> uh, you see on Tane's face, like, even this grizzled orcish man manages to crack a smile at the end, his tusks pointing out, not even able to hide the smile. Welcome, you two, to the Brave Wild. Uh, Tane steps down, Hunapo steps up, um, does the does the circle finger around finger lands on the page <clears throat> if you may step up Damil Uvarti uh, you see rising uh, from his seat a platinum blonde man uh, uh, who wears um, a, uh, a very gothic um, set of clothes uh, over uh, over his shoulders is a shawl uh, with a high collar uh, that appears to be um, opened. Uh, this appears to be uh, leather and wax coated, as if uh, to shed rain of any sorts. Um, uh, uh, on him, he wears uh, quite uh, quite dark fatigues, quite dark clothing. Um, and at his side, he carries one very large gun, and on his other side, carries one very large saber. Um, uh, his uh, uh, his clothes, uh, his pants appear to be very light, uh, very very light in tone, um, as if they are sort of like a like a burlap color, um, uh, and appear to be very loose. Um, akin to, like, riding trousers or something like that. Uh, and his boots, similar to Ashai's, um, are spurred. Um, he steps up to the podium and goes, <sighs> Thank you for this. I would love to uh, see what kind of uh, money we'll be earning from this. We will be discussing this later on, Demil. And for now, welcome to the Brave Wild. Thank you. Uh, he then steps down from the podium. Or not step, steps down uh, and goes back to the bench and sits back down. Um, Tane comes up to the podium, uh, does the whole procedure, and his finger lands and he goes, <clears throat> Beer one, come up to the podium. I believe that this has been little sister. And you see standing a human, uh, a human person, um, like mid-twenties or so, um, standing to just around five, six, five, seven, somewhere around there, um, with a um, mop of uh, dirty blonde hair that has been kind of like, not intricately like, done or anything but just kind of tied back a little in the back uh with a headband to keep 
the rest of it out of their face. Um, they wear a large set of uh, spectacles um, covering um, a pair of eyes, one blue, one golden. Um, and on their shoulder, there is a um, very small, um, could fit probably like the size of a forearm, um, kind of like proportions of a corgi, um, small uh, white dragon. Uh, with these wings that are way too large for it that are, uh, you know, usually folded up uh, to not be in the way. Um, and you see um, Erwin kind of scratching that little dragon's head um, as they approach the podium. That would, um, that would be us. Well, I didn't know everyone had pets. Maybe I should get myself one. I don't want to feel left out. Pets is perhaps the wrong term, but it is understood. No, I didn't mean any offense. Welcome, Yerwin, and your friend to the Brave Wild. And he hands you the badge. Uh, they take the badge and, um, hold it out for um, Clara, would you like to carry this? Um, and the little dragon opens its tiny little mouth and holds onto it uh, as they walk back. Uh -huh. Unapo steps up, her finger lands on the page, and she sort of squints at it. Okay. Um, Baragon, Uvarti. Uh, you see, next to Damil, uh, the the very edgy individual uh, who went before year went. Uh, this very 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 tall person rise from their seat. Uh, a um, a quite large shawl uh, covering uh, their broad shoulders. On their head they wear a very thick cast iron pot. Uh, and their feet they don't have shoes. They are simply bandaged. Um, they walk up to the podium. Uh, and they do a sweeping motion out with their shawl. Uh, under it, you see um, uh, you see a uh, a tattered shirt uh, that uh, that hangs very loosely um, over a more feminine body, um, and uh, similar burlap pants uh, to what Demil wore. Um, Hunapo kind of raises her brow and goes she looks up because this individual is quite tall and goes welcome Bargan to the Brave Wilds and we can sort out the attire if you want something better no I don't want anything better thank you and she takes the uh, she takes the badge with just one big ham fist and holds it up and goes this is real wood right Yes, yes it is, Bargain. Um, okay, thank you. <laughs> I've never gotten anything like this before. Uh, and she stomps her way back down the podium. Uh, and goes back to her seat. Uh, when she sits down, you hear a very feline noise as she sits down. You hear a... Uh, 
Uh, uh, under her cloak, you can see a lump appear, and it seems to be quite, uh, uh, quite, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Agitated? Quite agitated, yes. Uh, out from uh, the front of her cloak appears the most ugly cat you've ever laid your eyes on. Horrifying. Completely hairless. Its eyes are full of malice. It opens its mouth. Its mouth is entirely full of sharp, pointed teeth. Its skin is spotted and mottled, and uh, its uh, paws end in very sharp claws that appear uh, jagged and completely black as if um as if they had been digging into something that has not been great oh bastards you need to stop getting below me when they go to sit down uh the cat lets out a hiss uh towards uh bargain as she sits down and holds up the cat and goes <laughs> uh you see <laughs> uh you see demil sort of uh, just uh, grimace at the cat and just go <laughs> you and that little thing she's not a thing she's my friend um uh Hunapo and Tane are both looking at this exchange with the most confused expression uh, that you've seen them express in this uh, entire exchange uh, across the hall um which you've seen them quite confused because um, all of you, uh, both uh, uh, both the people of Tane's crew and the people of Hunapo's crew, are a very motley crew, um, as yeah, you all have come to recognize. Tane steps up to the podium and goes, All right. Um, anyway... Scythe, if you may step up to the podium. This big ass man just just absolutely he he's so big. He's uh he's very broad shouldered. Um he he's he's bordering on like um like eight feet tall. Um uh he, he has this uh this wispy uh, sort of uh, light blue hair that's tied up in a ponytail and he just uh, he, he, he walks over there uh, just letting each heavy footfall happen as it goes um, uh, he, he, he's got this big like wolf's pelt around his shoulder um, and he's just He's decked out in... You can't tell if it's equipment or weapons. Uh, there, there appears to be, like, a climbing pick. But, like... The, on There's very obviously a stain of blood on the handle. <laughs> uh, he, he's got two, like, hatchets at his side. But, like, who would ever... Who, who, who would ever need a hatchet on each side if you're actually doing any woodcutting with them? Them's just throwing axes, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> uh, and he's got this gigantic bow, even unproportional to him, it's too big. Um, and what appears to be a quiver full of what appear to be um, nearly javelins that go along with the bow. 
uh, and 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 you know, he just, he just, he just, he just clomps right up. Hello, Sife, um, and welcome. It, you know, Tana even has to look up at this, and welcome to the Brave Wilds. And he reaches up to hand you <laughs> your badge. <laughs> he, he, Sife takes a look at the badge. Uh, t- takes a look at, like, the lettering on this and goes, I cannot read. What does this say? It's unimportant. Thank you for it. <laughs> and he just goes to sit back down. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um. Um. Let's see here. Um, Huinapo steps up to the podium, uh, and uh, she looks at it and goes, "Well, there's only one left. I don't have to do the random thing anymore." Uh, if uh, Yuri Vevo could come up to the podium, uh, everyone's attention is immediately directed to the smallest individual in the room this individual has um uh has uh almost uh like a like a grayish a, a grayish green skin tone and large ears that jut out uh from the side of his head uh he hops up from the bench and he steps 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 uh, up to the podium uh and when he gets up there the um uh the loot that he's holding, which is large, uh, almost as large as him. He does a quick strum of a chord, uh, which echoes across the entire hall and goes, Yippee! Oh my god. Yippee yowza? <laughs> Hunapo quickly puts a, a hand over a mouth and goes, <laughs> Welcome, Yuri, to the Brave Wild. And she hands it down to Yuri, sort of almost like dangling it in front of him as if one would dangle like a, like a, like a baby toy in front of a baby. And jingling some keys. Uh, Yuri reaches out a hand from his uh, from his loot, and his fingers waggle as it goes up, and he just grabs it, and he goes, "Oh, this is so nice." Thank you. I will forever be in your debt. Uh. Um. Oh. Okay. Welcome to the. And before before she can even finish, she's already walking back down to the to back down to the bench, and he sits down, and he just goes, "Oh, oh, I'm sorry. No, it's okay, Yuri. It's all right. Well, I believe." Tane, I believe that's everyone, right? Yes, I believe that is everyone. Uh, both lists have been cleared, it looks like. All right, well, um, Miss Ihe, if you'd like to take the lead, then. Uh, the Triton woman steps back up uh, to the podium. Uh, her expression has been flat this entire time, not in, like, an uninterested way, just in a very focused way. Well... Welcome, all members of the Brave Wild. I hope you find your time in Kirjoa to be one that 
you will remember. One that you will enjoy. I can't say it is a, a time that will be particularly fun. There's nothing fun about doing what you have to do. The thing that's right that I've found. But I do hope that your time here is not something that will leave a bad memory with you. Well, if all introductions are out of the way and all of the housekeeping has been done for now, I believe uh, we can uh, get to know each other. The council has put together um, a large feast for us at the canteen. And so, if we all wish, uh, we may exit out the front, uh, and we can make our way to the canteen. Tane, Hunapo, and I all know the way to the canteen, if you'd like to follow. Um, and while we while we walk, and along with that, uh, while you eat, I suggest you all go ahead and socialize. After all, it is better to know who you're going to be exploring the treacherous jungle with, if... I am correct, and anything if I've learned <laughs> in my age. Um, uh, she steps down uh, from the podium and begins to walk down the center uh, towards the door with Hunapo and Tane in her grace. Um, uh, all of the um, all of the people who were introduced um, aside from you all uh, start to get up and make their way towards the door as well. Um, you can, you can, uh, you can hear, uh, Bargain, uh, just uh, very silently giggling to herself and going, <laughs> food. Um, <laughs> uh, and, uh, with that, you all are free to leave here. As we are leaving, um, Grabella and Muffin in tow uh, will walk up next to Sore. Ray's just gonna turn and look and see the adorable lamb and look at it, wave kind of, you know, meekishly at the actual human and then just gaze focused on the adorable thing in front of him. Um, I sorry, I bet. I bet you didn't expect to see me here. I hope your travels went well. I hope yours I hope yours did as well. I'm sorry, you just I love small animals as you know. <laughs> I I have to admit it's a, it's a little weird being away from the tree. Is but I think that it's good. Find balance elsewhere and um, our own people and when we can return hopefully we can help the tree go stronger that's all Grabella will say <laughs> thank you Thomas for that what is everyone losing their shit over because <laughs> I don't have like Thomas is doing the smolder right now <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay yeah I see it now <laughs> just weren't... so true Hmm. Um, Be when two characters interact. So true. Uh, does anyone else have any uh, any roleplay they'd like to do before I fast forward to the canteen? Uh, that I can think of. As, 
as Yeroen stands, uh, now um, no longer carrying um, Corlo, uh, but instead um, with Corlo following behind. Um, it's uh, it's been some time since we've had something to eat. It hasn't been certain. This at least didn't go well. Um. Uh, as you all uh, begin to walk to the canteen, uh, Yuri would fall back uh, and uh, would uh, start walking at the side of Riss. At, at, um, at, Riss, that name sounds familiar. Um, Riss, Riss, Fardo, 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 that's what it is. You're from, you're from the Fardo family, aren't you? I, I am. I never thought I'd be in the grace of a Farlow. <laughs> Please, I... Third child, I have no actual title. Uh, uh, do you want me to call you sir? I'm okay with calling you sir. No, please, Reese is fine. Okay, okay, sir, Reese Farlow. Okay. Uh, Yuri is grinning from ear to ear. I'm going to write so many songs about this adventure. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Um, uh, and, uh, everyone makes it to the canteen. Uh, along the walk, uh, you all see, uh, just the horizon of Laf Kemi. And from what you guys can see, it is an incredibly sprawling city. Uh, from, from everyone's perspectives, uh, Yerwin, this is something like what you've never seen from where you're from. Uh, this is, um... To put it one way, quite overwhelming. Um, the uh, the excitement, though, uh, that you see on Korlal's face, uh, gazing over the city, you can see that she is going to have a wonderful time, uh, one that is very full of many experiences. Um, Sore and Grabella, uh, you both are familiar with Tandal of Ordi, uh, and while that city is quite big, uh, Lav Kemi uh, seems to dwarf it in comparison. Uh, Lav Kemi uh, is incredibly huge. Uh, from one side of the city to the other, you would not be able to see it, even if you were about uh, 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 300 feet uh, up in the air. Um, uh, this, uh, this, uh, this sprawling city's skyline is uh, quite... Um, quite impressive and quite diverse at that. Uh, what particularly catches uh, both of your attention uh, is the uh, verticality of the city um, and the fact that uh, many of uh, the structures that are built here are built into the trees and built into the various fauna and not the fauna, the various flora, not the fauna. Oh my god. The various flora. <laughs> uh, not the that, dogs. <laughs> not the dogs. Uh, the various <laughs> flora that make up uh, Kirjoa. Uh, this is something that, while uh, quite overwhelming and quite new, feels familiar and feels... To put it away, it feels a bit calming. Uh, for you, Saif... Um, it is, you have never seen so many people in one space, and you've never seen so many people well, want, <laughs> you've never seen so many people 
willing to cooperate in such a big setting before, it is astonishing to you. Um, uh, for you, Reese, uh, this, uh, this city isn't actually the biggest one you've ever seen. Uh, you've had experience with Kratoshim and stuff like that. Um, this, this has nothing on Kratoshim. This is quite large, and this is quite unique and quite impressive, but you think you can navigate your way around it just fine. Um, you all make it to the canteen. The canteen, uh, is marked by its quite large, um, a kitchen in the center, uh, which appears to have walls that are made of stone. Uh, atop the stone structure is, uh, a quite open-mouthed chimney with smoke billowing out of it. Um, uh, peering into the various windows in the stone, you can see, um... You can see uh, uh, various uh, like uh, various contained fires uh, within the kitchen, where things are simmering, where things are cooking, where things are getting flipped, where things are getting diced, where things are getting sorted uh, and uh, slopped onto the plates, uh, and where they are being carried over um, uh, to the uh, oh, shit, I almost just knocked over my mic. Uh, where they are getting uh, carried over uh, onto the um, the front. What's a word I'm looking for? Uh, carried over onto the uh, the 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 front shelf, for lack of better terms, uh, where the food is set and names are called out. Um, near this uh, near this stone structure uh, that you all determined to be uh, the great big kitchen, uh, and circulating around it are wide and very long tables uh, uh, that appear to be rectangular in shape and lined with various chairs. Uh, some tables have no chairs near it because, uh, very obviously, other tables have been piled with chairs because there weren't enough set. Um, uh, weren't enough set by them originally. This looks like a custodian's worst nightmare. Um, uh, as the, um, as the, uh, as the three, Hunapo, Tane, and Aihe, uh, walk you all to the canteen, uh, they all look at you and go, go ahead, sit down. You all, um, we, we will front any costs for the canteen, don't worry about it. Um, and, uh, they direct you towards the chairs. Uh, so, uh, in terms of, uh, those who are not within the party, um, Artemy will sit down at, uh, at one of the tables, uh, that are a bit closer, um, to the, um, a bit closer to the, um, canteen. Uh, Artemy is the first one to sit down, then followed very closely by Bargam. Bargain followed by Demille. Um, and soon, essentially extending out from Artemy, it appears uh, uh, everyone seems to sit and circulating uh, Artemy for no particular reason other than that was the first person to sit down and we want someone to socialize with, but we didn't want to start forming cliques. Uh, where would you all like to sit? <laughs> Uh, 
What is the closest spot to where the food is actually being served from? Uh, there is a spot that is unoccupied that is right next to, uh, right next to where Bar, uh, right next to where Bargain sat. Um, simply because, uh, she wanted to be close to Artemy, but didn't want to be not close to the food. <laughs> Life wants to be fully close to the food. That's fair. Steph's a big boy. He needs his big protein. That's true. Big and Bargain protein. is... He's still... Bargain is a... He's never stopped bulking. That's true. Bargain is a very big woman, and she needs her protein. There are um, no plates. It's just dumped directly into Sipe's mouth. So true. Whole chicken. Cooked? Probably. As for... Doesn't have to be. As for everyone else... Well, it uh, seems like Sife was pretty uh, quick to figure out where to sit, so Grippa would probably just follow. Alrighty. Uh, Sora would be following Grippa. <laughs> and more accurately, Muffin, the true leader of the party. But So true. True. Our true lord and savior, Muffin. Uh... <laughs> um... Any place in particular that uh, that um, Yerwin or Riss might sit? Yerwin uh, is Yerwin is gonna sit nearby enough to like hear and if included be heard, but not like within the bulk of people. Okay. Um, Reese would find an open spot uh, between. I guess just closer to the people he's actually going to be working with, more so. Cool. Um. Uh, Tane and Hunapo uh, would be the um, would be the first ones uh, to actually go up to the counter. Counter. That's the word I was looking for, not shelf. Would be the first ones to go up to the Yo. counter. Uh, and uh. I sort of uh, like um, like show people the the process um, uh, of ordering, how long it takes, and stuff like that for you know for anyone who might not be familiar. Um, uh, they get their food, uh, they pick it up off of this uh, this wooden plate, and they sit down close to the bulk because that's where everyone's sitting apparently. And well, they want to get familiar with the people they're working with as well. Um, and you all are free to order. Um, there is, uh, there is, there appears to be a, a menu of sorts that hangs, uh, that hangs above it, uh, uh, above the, um, the counter, uh, per se. Uh, the menu includes various simple things, um, like, uh, like fish, pork, um, beef. Is it like pictures or words? Uh, it is words. The uh, the words are written in primarily Orcish, but then below it they have uh, they have common translations. Orc. Sif is going to walk directly up there with full confidence, not even knowing that that's something that he can read, and just go head of pig. Uh, yes, we we will. <laughs> we have. <laughs> hey, do we have a head of pig? <laughs> like you mean like the whole head, right? 
like like the like the like the like the whole thing snout too ears too eyes too teeth too a wasteful nut no waste all all pig okay hi yeah so you know that head you threw away just dig it out and cook it yeah no i don't care just flick it off yeah okay. yeah one moment thanks <laughs> holy shit <laughs> Um, the, uh, uh, the person at the counter, uh, who, oh, shit, spilled water. Oh, my God. Uh, do I have a, hold on. That's not a, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay, never mind. That was, I'm just a drama queen. That wasn't actually, like, too, actually on my computer. Anyway, um, the, uh, person at the counter is, in fact, uh, a half-orcish man. This music's kind of going hard. Um, is, in fact, a half-orcish man, um, uh, who appears to be a little bit stressed, uh, because a very large group of people just walked in, and he saw those badges. He knows that you guys aren't be paying for it. It's gonna probably be someone uh, among the likes of Ihe. Uh... Speaking of which, when the half-orc man talks to Scythe, uh, his eye contact breaks from Scythe and his towering freaking stature and looks at that badge and then just kind of nods to himself. Uh, doesn't even ask for payment. <laughs> Scythe wouldn't, wouldn't know that he would be paying in the first place. He doesn't know what the fuck, like, money is That's outside funny. of a very, like, basic understanding of you give it to people and they give you something uh, he earned his so true um uh will uh will anyone else be ordering things there we go um uh Yerwin is gonna go up um and have a bit of a, a conversation here because uh you'll have to excuse me um while i have become accustomed with uh the way of speaking this um the the, the script i cannot quite read yet um but um Corlel and myself will be having uh anything that includes rabbit if at all possible hmm uh, he kind of peers over the counter and looks at that menu. Yeah, got something like that. Yeah, we can do that. Um, uh, you want like a rabbit stew? You want just like rabbit, like just like like a hawk on the bone or something like that? Do you? Uh, a stew for myself, but uh, just the meat should be fine for Corla. Got it. Okay. Um, yeah, that'll be out one moment. And uh, he goes back and goes. Rabbit stew and just like just a straight just straight rabbit if we got it just like the meat. Uh, did you did you did you want it cooked for you, little fella? Uh, and they turn to uh, they turn to Corlo and ask uh, in Draconic uh, because that's the only language that Corlo speaks. Um, do, do you want it? Do you, do you want it to be cooked? Do you want it raw? Do you have a preference? No? Okay. Uh, whatever is easiest. Okay, yeah, raw. No, it's fine. Just, just, just a slab of meat. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be out one moment. Thank you. 
I, I will have uh, two slices of bread, um, some chicken, a lot of corn, and a very small glass of ale. Uh, that was the easiest order I've gotten today. Yeah, we can do that. Uh, uh, he goes, yeah, so I need two slices of bread. I got um, just just that, uh, just a, a lot of corn. Just pile it onto the plate. Yeah, we have corn. It's like it's in the it's in the it's in the barrel in the back towards the right. You know, the one that's under the like the box of like salmon bones, right? Yeah, that one. Uh, and Whoa, sorry, I forgot. What else was it? Uh, uh, some chicken and a very small glass of ale. Chicken and a, a, a small glass of ale. We only got medium cups. <laughs> uh, can you can you just fill it halfway? Fill it halfway. Thank you. Okay, yeah, it'll be out one moment. I'm trying to think of an order. <laughs> What what sort of uh soups and stews are on the menu, Matthew? Um, pretty pretty okay. <laughs> uh, you got pretty basic stuff. Um, you've got like uh as previously mentioned, you have like a rabbit stew. Um. Uh, you have various things made with chicken and beef stock. Uh, you have uh, uh, lots of uh lots of soups that uh that contain um. Uh, that contain uh like a like a spaghetti squash uh like um like food um in substitute for noodles uh because um eggs aren't terribly common around here chickens uh chickens are but uh eggs you know kind of hard to to keep in this kind of climate with these kind of animals around um uh but uh they would have. Um, they would have, uh, various things like, um, got him, uh, uh, I gotta look up soups. Uh, <laughs> they got, like, soups. They got just, like, straight up tomato? Yeah, they, like, they got, they got tomato soup, they got, they got let's the say they have enchilada cheddar? soup. Cream of mushroom? They got enchilada soup, yeah. They got the... <laughs> Um, What'd you say? Okay. Uh, they'd have uh, various types of chowders. I swear to God, if anyone says any line from the show, don't please don't, because then I'll start. Um, <laughs> they have um like a milk-based stock, and the only thing in it is a single uncut artichoke. True. Uh, uh, they do. Yes. They're pretty. They're Poor pretty guy. simple. What do they have in terms of uh, soups? We got a bowl of water. <laughs> bowl, bowl of water with seasoning. Bowl of water with a single slice of salami in it. Um, Reese will come. I'll just have like a cream of chicken, something similar. Yeah, yeah, we can do that. Um, yeah, we can do that. Uh. You want like you want light meat or dark meat? Light meat, preferably. Okay, cool. Yeah, uh, cream of chicken. Just your best guess as to what that means. Um, yeah, <laughs> light meat. Okay. That'll be out in just one moment. Okay. 
If <laughs> <laughs> his cousin sits back down. So I was just gonna say, you happen to have, um, I, I will have some tomato soup, and do you have any salad with lots of cheese, if you can? some cheese uh yeah we have some cheese uh any any uh any specific kind you're thinking breaded uh hmm okay so uh when i asked that i forgot to mention we only have two types of cheese we have cheddar cheese and we have blue cheese that's about it and it's like it's just shredded off the block except for the blue cheese that's like crumble cheddar i guess then Sorry. All right, cool. Uh, it's um, yeah. We'll uh, we'll throw together a salad and uh, we'll we'll get you a soup. I uh, I think I know what you might like. Okay, yeah, just uh um, just like a like a just a general like vegetable soup uh from what from just like the vegetables we have right now and uh like a just toss a salad, grind some cheddar off the block. Yeah, yeah, you get me. Okay. Yeah, let me out with just one moment. This half work is my favorite character, I think. Yeah, this is my favorite character I've ever had. <laughs> What's his name? Uh, no one's asked his name. Damn. Oh, God. Sife's not gonna. <laughs> we all go up and ask their name. Same exact time. Hey, yo, what's your name and what's your pronouns? <laughs> hey, I'm Sife. <laughs> um, pronouns. Sife. So true. Pronouns. Sife. Um. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh... Eventually, everyone's food would come out in a quite, uh, quite timely matter as well. Um, they make their food surprisingly quick. Um, uh, Reese, you get uh, something that definitely does look like a cream of chicken. It's the strangest cream of chicken you've ever seen, but it can be identified as cream of chicken. Uh, <laughs> Saif, you get um, you get a roasted like just a head of a pig, uh, just roasted. Uh, just head of pig. Just head Finally. of pig. Um, they didn't know how, like, like, like how gross you were gonna be while eating it, and so they took out the eyes and the teeth and the tongue, and they put those around the platter. Um, garnish. Yeah. Saif, Saif doesn't want like the the teeth, but the tongue is is the greatest part of this meal for him. So. <laughs> Um, tongue is the greatest part. Okay. Oh boy. Uh, Yerwin, you'd get um, you'd get a slab of the, the meat is warm, but it is very clearly raw. Uh, uh, of of rabbit meat, and when I say slab, I mean like multiple like cuts of rabbit meat off because well, rabbits only get so big. Um, uh, and, Not around here, they don't. And you get a very aromatic, very uh, uh, like a very a very nice smelling rabbit stew alongside that uh uh grabella you'd get um you'd get uh um a a plate with oh fuck what did you order it was like i remember corn chicken two you get two slices of bread you get this this ale cup that's like 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 about the size of your forearm and it's not halfway full it's like a fourth of the way full not the size of your forearm. I forgot you're a furble. About the size of like Riss's forearm. Okay. Um. Just the. Holy, that's that's huge. Um. 
And so you'd get, like, just this heaping pile of corn. Like, you're worried that if you tip the plate over, all of that will go tumbling onto the ground. Um, and you have two slices of what appears to be, like, freshly baked bread. Um, uh, they don't look like slices, though. They look like chunks, like they were just ripped off the loaf. Because uh, that's, that's, that's quicker, and you don't dole a knife that way. Um, and along with that, you get uh, two cuts of what appears to be, like, uh, the breast of a chicken. Um, sorry, uh, you get, uh, you get a quite, um, a quite wonderful smelling vegetable soup with all sorts of vegetables that you haven't even seen before. Um, uh, some are a bit friendlier though. You see, like, um, you see broccoli, you see, um, uh, more like, broccoli, uh, more broccoli, potatoes, carrots, white broccoli, that, that of, uh, like, of that leg, but you also see some... You see some stuff that you recognize as vegetables, but you can't put a name on it. Uh, and along like with that, like a weird orange potato. And along with that, <laughs> you get a uh, you get a uh, a salad, um, which uh, has lots of cheddar cheese on it, like a mountain of it, similar to Grabella's corn. Uh, if you tip this plate over, that cheese might go tumbling down. Perfect. That would be tragic. So um, when Gra- when Grabella sits down. Um, she's going to start taking handfuls of corn and putting it into the mug of ale until the ale reaches a, a drinkable height, uh, and at which point Muffin will jump onto Grabella's lap, uh, put two hands up on the table, and start drinking the ale and eating the corn from the cup. <laughs> That's efficient. It's very efficient. Oh my gosh. The efficiency. And um, is anybody... Chicken, like a sandwich. Is anybody looking at Scythe kind of kind of strange? Because he ordered head of pig. Reese was like eating, and then he just like looked over, and he's just staring now. I, Sorey's probably just scared because Scythe looks over at Scythe looks over at Riss, kind of froze his brow, looks down at head of pig, and starts mumbling to himself in giant. Actually. If anybody knows Giant, uh, they would hear him say quite eloquently. It's really strange. Well, it's just the uh, the the head of the pig is very rarely eaten by uh, by by people that don't that that don't follow things the way that um, people do over with the Giant Kid. Uh, and I wanted to save this amount of of uh food and uh, and honor the the kill that went into this fully uh even for them and then he looks over at riz after formulating these thoughts in his head and giant and he goes pig head rare for people to eat he just gives a slow noise like okay yeah <laughs> that makes sense and he just goes back to eating his own food <laughs> Tane scoots closer, um, uh, closer to the the general bunch of people he's going to be working with, and he sort of scans over the meals, and he goes, "Right, you don't appear very wasteful. I like that." And he points towards Scythe. Uh, and he points. He 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 puts out two fingers. He one points at Corlal. One points at uh. One points at uh, at Muffin, and goes. That's adorable. 
I love that. It likes ale. Oh. I've never heard of a... I've never heard of a lamb that likes ale, but I guess I learn things. Every day. Can lambs get drunk? I hope so. The blood con the blood alcohol content of a lamb should be zero, but this lamb knows how to party. Not muffin. So, not muffin. Uh, I've never seen muffin get drunk. Oh. Okay. What kind of utensils was Scythe given to eat out of pig? A knife. That's okay. <laughs> they didn't know what to give you. They figured you could do it with just a knife. If you ordered like a, a cutlery of a... knife, like a, like a yeah, like one of the knives from their kitchen. One like a carving knife. Oh, okay. Scythe makes great use of that. Um, he he kind of substitutes the the fork like the the knife in for a fork by just after he takes off like a cut of meat um he he stabs it with the end of the the knife and holds it like this and just very carefully bites it off very cool uh Yerlin is gonna is has been watching um has been watching this head of pig be consumed um <laughs> curiously not like in a rude way just like curiously um and they kind of uh, i'm sorry to bother you um you don't have to if you don't want to um could i perhaps um could i perhaps just take a couple of those teeth i i don't eat teeth <laughs> And he just kind of, just kind of motions for you to take them. Uh, yeah, Yerwin goes over, grabs a couple, um, and does kind of just pop one into their mouth, um, and then passes one over, um, to Corlil and just, uh, it's, it helps with the homesickness in a way. My mother used to love these. So, so, Saif just kind of, uh, does the, Saif does the thinking emoji and goes, never, ne never seen eat teeth. Uh, and he takes one of the teeth and he puts it in his mouth and he eats it. Do you like eat the whole thing? Do you like, or just like, do you like, savor the flavor? Uh, Hydragon. I love that book, but. So true. I only swallowed. I I do not know what what they did. It, <laughs> it is like um, in a similar vein to to um, Here we go. to taking the marrow out of the bone, in a sense. Oh, I see. Though the crunch does not does not hurt. Oh, I've never heard of that. This must not be common outside of where I'm from. Hmm. I, well, I've never heard of it, and judging by everyone's expression, I don't think anyone else has either. 
Yerwin just kind of shrugs and goes back to the uh, to the stew. Cypher is going to eat another one of the pig's teeth, but this time you hear a loud crunch. Um. So this crunch, I will say, because it's pig's teeth. This crunch yeah. is loud enough that you hear the conversation in the other group stop. Um. Uh, Sife, uh, because of how the tables are positioned, uh, you are directly, like, like you are directly across. Uh, in eyesight from Ashaya, uh, and so you hear various conversations. You hear, you hear, you hear, um, you hear Bark and say, "So you're not from here? <laughs> Where are you from then?" And then Demil just kind of like, just kind of uh, gesture over uh, Bargain and say, "Um, well, obviously, if they're not from here, they're not going to be from somewhere you know. We don't know many places, Bargain." Uh, Ashaya looks over and goes, You're right. Where I am from, you would not be aware of. But I am from... And then you, the crunch happens. And everyone <laughs> looks at you, and Ashaya goes, My stars, what was that? <laughs> Saif looks like a great sin has been committed to him. And he... <laughs> uh, he, he looks... <laughs> he looks over to Aaron, and he goes, Bad... <laughs> didn't like. They're just eating teeth. It's okay. Is, uh, excuse me for asking, is that normal? I genuinely don't know. This is a shy First act. time trying it. Didn't, didn't love it. I'll probably do it from now on, though. You see... Um, two arms, uh, of Ashaya are currently working on eating food. Two smaller arms appear from under the cloak with a, with a, with a pen pad and a fountain pen. And they just stare at you and just start writing notes. Um, if anyone would look at the head of Pig at this point, it's almost completely bone. Wow. Teeth are kind of bones. Could probably eat the rest of them. Sipe's gonna. <laughs> sadly. He doesn't particularly want to, but he has just been made aware that they contain nutrients. So true. Um, <laughs> um. Oh. Um, I don't think I'll be trying that anytime. Uh. Uh. Um. Uh. 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 Stands for her seat. Um. And, uh, sort of walks over to you. Can I have one? Yes. I'm not crazy. Your mic is sort of fucking. Yeah. Up. Oh my god, hold on. <laughs> Underwater. Yeah. There you go. Uh, is it fixed now? Kinda? Um, um, I'm not gonna say an affirmative yes. It sounds better at the least. Hold on. E no. 
Never mind, I lied. No, I, lied. I got sent to the underwater dimension. You got too much No D-round. Oh, there he is. We were talking about teeth eating and it sent him to a different oh, universe. How am I now? Yeah. Sounds better. Yeah. Okay. I think sound, so. sound, sounded like a mic. Cool. It's not mic, it's working. Bad. Who the hell is mic? That's true, actually. There you go, yeah. Oh no, it's Gail. Gail? Mayors. Um... That made me lose my train of thought. Oh yeah, Dunyazad was asking uh, Iran for one of the teeth. <laughs> sure, I, I don't see why not. Uh, Dunyazad plucks one up, uh, and she walks back over to his seat. Um, uh, she pulls out uh, a very small, what appears to be like almost a letter opener, uh, and she begins carving shavings off of the teeth into a small bowl. I just realized what comes next for Sipes' meal, and I'm going to wait on that. It's the only logical conclusion to Head of Pig. It's a bass? But I don't know. Um... Um, is anyone going up for seconds? No. Sif ordered his full meal in one. Okay. So. Okay. <laughs> Unless he goes up and says another, and just kills the man standing there uh, from pure shock. Kill him. <laughs> He'll just go another. <laughs> just keel over dead and then Scythe eats his corpse because it's wasteful not to because it's wasteful not to it's true um <laughs> bring back souvenir for family it's not cannibalism it's resourcefulness okay it's not cannibalism he's a goliath that's true yeah yeah that's true you are not a giant kin not as far as you know As Reese, so how's, how's everyone else's meal going? As Reese is eating his soup at like a reasonable pace, um, <laughs> kind of just asks out loud, "So, um, where is everyone from?" Uh, I go. I, I go first. Um. I'm from my homeland. Homeland. <laughs> Home homeland of giant. Uh, if anyone wants to try to make an insight or history check on that, they may. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I am from my homeland. Where's the... It's true. No lies were detected. Uh, you may roll with the bot or actual dice. Oh, true. Sure, sure. I don't have my actual dice out at the moment, so... First rolls, first rolls! Oh, shit, do I not have my rolls channel made? I was looking, I'm like, I don't think we have a rolls channel. Hold on, give me one moment. Can... 
I'm gonna look at which rules my higher stat. Is that a history or insight? Uh, history or insight, there we go. Oh, yeah, I definitely have a higher one for that. Rules. I got a 24 on insight. Okay. This is history. I got a 17. Wow. <laughs> Thank you, Dice Maiden. I hate Dice Maiden. What a, what a grand bot. She has killed three of my characters. And your, your interactions oh, with the Dice bot. Dice Maiden and hates me. Oh, what did you say? Killed Chloe? three of your characters, all of which were also in my campaign. <laughs> yep. Um. Uh. So you said. Uh. What did uh, what what did you get, Casey? I got a twenty-four on insight. Twenty-four and seventeen. Uh, seventeen for you. Bella knows. Yep. I got an um, eight. <laughs> we saw. <it>. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Yuen, you would understand that, uh, that what he means by this is some- somewhere across the southern bells of Kajos. You are- you can't quite place where, because that just- you- something you wouldn't be privy to. Um, uh, Grabella would understand that he's- he's meaning to say our cellar. Um. What the hell is that? So true. Who's it's the name of a country, Scythe. What's a country? Wonderful. Um, I'm not sure if I'm quite familiar with the homeland of the giants is. Oh, he means our cellar. Oh, so not terribly far from here. I'm not mistaken, the word used is Grave North? Tani's uh, eyebrows kind of raise. You mean like all the way north? This is correct. Yes. Hmm. Impressive. I've, I don't know if anyone from the Grave North has come in anywhere close to here. It is a bit of an adjustment when it comes to Climate. Rebella has positioned herself like her and Sore just asked the question, and she's waiting for other people to respond. <laughs> um, Tani will just look around and go, Well, I'm from here, so not terribly much to say about that. Um, I'm from Frosk. There's not much to say about that. <laughs> um, uh, Yuri would Yuri would um would would peek up when Reese talks and goes. There is lots to say about Frosk, friend. <sighs> I don't need to get into it now. Thank you, Yuri. Okay. Um, 
Tane would look at would look at Sori and Gravilla and just go, and you too? Gravilla looks to Sori. Varadi near the tree of Houndal. We're from the same place, if you you know. Um, Sorry, I think Thomas grabbed his phone. <laughs> She's like, whoa. Um. <laughs> POV, you're looking at Scythe. It's true. Uh, Tane throws his brow and just says, Interesting. Um, what about the rest of you? And he gestures to the rest of the people uh, who are sitting towards the bulk, and they all look and they go, Oh, um, well, and this is Hunopa talking. Well, of course, just like Tane, I am from here. Um, we've, me and Tane have known each other for quite a while. Uh, Damiel and uh, Bargain will look at each other and go, <sighs> For idea, unfortunately. Um. Uh, Artemy will uh, will look towards Sife and go. Well, I'm from uh, same place. That's uh, that Sife is from. Um. Ashaya would uh sort of look around, waiting for someone else to talk. Which, of course, Yuri does. Uh, Yuri goes, I am from Varansk, just like him! And he points at Riz. <laughs> Riz gives an audible sigh. <laughs> um, uh, Dunyazad uh, looks at Ashaya's visible uh, visible wanting someone else to go first. Uh, or go, go, above, go before them, rather. Uh, and goes, Well, I am from the Gilran Emirates. Gilran Emirates. I'm quite a ways away. Um, Ashaya would sort of, like, shake their head and just go, Well, I'm not from here. <laughs> I'm it's a bit hard to explain. Well, then why don't you explain it? Uh, Bargon says. Bargon, no need to be so mean. Well, they've been dancing around the question like the entire time. What Reese, are you like? Again, Reese raises his oh. hand. You, you do not have to answer. It's just a get-to-know-you question more than anything. But um, I mean, everyone else answered, so... Your pressure. Damn. Well, my home doesn't really have a name that translates over too well. Yeah, if I am correct, the name would translate something like I would say uh, sort of like like a like a like an untamed vacuum. Uh, something more akin to wi wi wild space. What tongue is the original name in? My tongue. Trickery. It's not one that is spoken 
here or anywhere that you'd be familiar with, I would think. Like I said, it's a bit hard to explain. Understand. It's, it's a local language. I have been around here long enough to be somewhat familiar uh, with the various peoples, but there are still some things that are not familiar to me. I am quite foreign, so excuse if um, I do some things that are a little bit strange, or my speech patterns are not exactly similar to yours. Uh... And with that, um, an insectoid hand, similar to that, like a, like a, like a, sort of like a, like a mantis leg, comes up and tips his, uh, tips, sorry, tips their cowboy hat. I don't understand what any of that meant. Rabella, petting her pet lamb who is drinking ale and corn out of mug, goes, I don't think you're strange. <laughs> With the music, that's oddly intimidating. <laughs> um, well, Grabella's oddly intimidating. <laughs> so, uh, Grabella's like seven foot three. <laughs> I mean, everyone here is tall, but Ashaya would nod and go, "Thank you, Grabella." What is that creature called? And they gesture towards uh, Muffin. Muffin. What is the creature's species, if I am not into intrusive with that question? Um, Muffin's a lamb. A lamb? Hmm. Has been for three years. (laughs) Is that normal? Uh, uh, Ashaya turns their head towards Artemy and and Artemy goes, No, no, it's not normal. Right, I didn't think so. At first, I thought a lamb was a different species from a goat. It turns out it's just part of the cycle of aging, which your friend has appeared to defy, if I am correct. Rebella just shrugs and smiles. Okay. Wow. The tone of voice that you used there, Matt, really made it sound just like you were about to go, Okay, I'm going to stop asking you about it now. (laughs) Demil looks at at Muffin and goes, Well, it's a, it's a, 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 a better thing to look at than that, and gestures towards, uh, Bargain's Bastet. Uh, Bastet, uh, Bastet has been staring daggers at every individual person this entire time. Sif would eat best day. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> let me Wait. actually let me actually send a reference image for best at. If, if it were not for the laws of this land. Okay, question. Is Thomas's camera delayed for anyone else or is it just me? It's kind of delayed for me. For it's me, it's little... decent from his voice and his <laughs> camera. Um, I will, uh, I will ask, um, I will ask, uh, Riss, because only, 
not Riss, Reese. Riss uh, would be the only one familiar with uh, what kind of creature best that is. If you could go ahead and make a, um, go ahead and make a nature check for me, or an Arcana check. Okay, thank you. <laughs> my, my wisdom is shit. Nature is intelligence. Oh well, I think I have a better Arcana, anyways. Yeah. yeah. Fifteen. Alright, um, you would be roughly familiar with what these are. Uh, Holy this, shit! You would recognize this creature as something, uh, you can't quite remember the name, it's like, it's like Grimorsha, Grimish, Grim, Grim, Grimishta, something like that. Uh, but you know that they're vicious. Uh, and, um, <laughs> you know you probably shouldn't be casting spells around it. Oh! They, uh, they specifically warned against that in your practice. Um, Reese is keeping a very careful eye on, on Bastet throughout the meal and throughout talking. So, small, small beasts can understand furbolgs. Um, I don't know if this is a beast and neither does Grabella, uh, but she's gonna look at Bastet and say, why do you look so angry? Uh, you know, uh, just because it's funny, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say best that understands you, but still chooses to hiss at you anyway. Uh, <laughs> the stick goes. <laughs> hmm? God, we're up. So true. Um. Um. Uh, after after this period of time, uh, with everyone talking, everyone uh introducing each other, uh, beginning to become more familiar with each other, um, it appears everyone's plates are dwindling, uh, in terms of the amount of uh food on them and increasing in the amount of food scraps that are on them. Uh, I've had a plate. I, I would Scythe, Scythe had like a tray so that way it wasn't just a straight pig head just raw dogging the counter I don't like how you phrase that well hey uh, yeah perhaps raw hogging would be a better term there that's true <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> man yep nobody's gonna like this oh no Thomas isn't gonna like this Scythe finishes his meal I think okay yeah Scythe finishes his meal please don't he pulls out his- he has to- to finish his meal, he has to pull out his hatchet, though. Oh, no. No! Oh, no! He splits head of pig! Uh... Tani looks at this like it's, like, somewhat normal. Like, strange, he's never seen anyone else do this, but... Sort- sort of normal. He's taking off the cap. Uh, Demil looks horrified. Bargon looks interested, doesn't understand what you're doing. Ashaya's expression is entirely flat and mantis-like. Um, uh, Artemy... What's Bestet doing? Uh, Bestet is angrier than ever. Um, uh, um, Artemy would look at you with a sort of, like, like, puzzled expression, but then you pull out the hatchet, and then she goes, oh... Um, <laughs> just, oh, no. Uh, and, um, Dunyazad would just 
just just stare at this not necessarily horrified just intrigued uh and yuri would look at this like he was playing his he was just like gently strumming his lute and stuff like that just uh, playing some chords giving some ambience uh he looks at that he's he's mid-strum and he just stops Rebella's not watching. I'm not gonna say. We all know what Sif does when he takes after he takes the cap off. Sif finishes his meal. Um. Uh. Hunapo just kind of looks at Tane, and then Tane looks at Hunapo, and then they just nod at each other. <laughs> um. Ihe has been watching this all. Uh. Mostly pretty, mostly unfazed by the, the the general conversations going on, just kind of absorbing the information. Uh, she did not look at that for very long, though. Um, as everyone's meals finish, um, uh, the the time that you came in at was uh roughly midday. Uh, that, that took a little bit. Um, so it's, uh, uh, like, the sun is definitely in, like, the western part of the sky, but it doesn't look like it's quite setting yet. Um, it's still pretty, pretty early afternoon. Um, uh, I hey sort of clears her throat and goes, Well, if everyone is sated, um, from the canteen... I shall dismiss you all. Um, you all are free to go to the barracks, set up your room and board, uh, and then explore around Levkemi if you wish. Um, or, uh, if you'd like to dive uh, straight into a um, uh, straight into one of the assignments we have, uh, the quest board should be um, on your left as, um, as you pass by uh, the council hall where we came from. Um, uh, Yuri loudly just goes, Does that mean I can go shopping? Um, uh, a bargain looks at Yuri and goes, Does it? Uh, and Demil just goes, Uh, yes, yes, it does. Uh, Ashaya looks very confused out of all of this. Um, uh, and with that, um, people start, um, they, they linger for a little bit longer, but, uh, eventually they start filing out from the canteen. Um, Sife bows his head to what is left of Pig, um, and, and you just kind of hear him underneath his breath say, uh, say what is assumedly just um his his thank yous in giant uh before leaving cool um uh is there anywhere you all are particularly going um while we're walking out sorry we'll stop and take a look at the quest board or head over there 
Um, Cypher's gonna look at the quest board, um, but I don't okay, expect him to find read. anything. Can't read. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I can't read common. It took me a second. Hey, same here. Whoa. Can you read giant? Yes. Okay. He's very. He keeps an entire journal in giant. Um. It would be. Um. It would be. Uh. It'd be U five and Tane who are left. Um. Uh. And. Uh. It looks like it looks like the general consensus is uh gonna leave. Look at the quest board. Quest board kind of sounded interesting to Scythe. He doesn't know what the fuck that means, but. Sure. It was a thing that was said. Yeah, no, Yerwin would specifically, like, I, I I, would like to go look at the quest board, but if any of you heard earlier, I am not quite versed in reading the, the script, um, so I might require some help. Wait, quest board needs reading? Oh, I... <laughs> so I've kind of looks around at the people around. He, he just looks around to to those in the room and he goes, "We can explain." One of you reads aloud. I should. I, I'll. I'll be fine. Heading to the quest forward, I guess. Give me a moment while I get these posted. Oh, fun. Hey there, podcast listeners. <laughs> Howdy there! Hey there, podcast here. listeners. Uh, uh, I've been reading a lot lately, but I haven't really been uh, doing so um, in my in my spare time. But rather, I've been doing so while I was working. There's this really great uh, program. Is this a fucking Audible ad? Yes. <laughs> We're not sponsored. Sadly. Ugh. Give me one moment. I'm almost done. And one more. <laughs> Today's episode is sponsored by nothing. We don't True. have sponsors. Not even Raid Shadow Legend. Damn. We'll get there. I, I posit that as soon as something is posted to the internet, Raid Shadow Legends becomes aware. Remember that time Raid Shadow Legends posted on Twitter saying they never sponsored anybody? True. <laughs> what? They did. They were like, we have never paid anyone for any sort of sponsorship. And then, like, right below it was a video <laughs> Raid Shadow Legends sponsorship. Oh, that's a lot. <laughs> so, um... You all make your way to the quest board, and what you see, um, is... I had to count the quests just out. You see six quests, um, um, essentially pieces of paper that look like they were folded in the middle, and then, um, essentially, uh, nailed to the board. It's quite literally a board. Uh, it's a big slab of wood with what appears to be, um, a lot of previous holes in it. Or pieces of paper were nailed to it. Um, and, 
Um, you should just invent corkboard already. I mean, come on. That's so true. Um, uh, yeah, you have uh, you have these uh, these six uh, laying out in front of you. Um, the the quests go um, starting with. Uh, all of them start off with uh, with the same format. They start with "Help Wanted" and they end with the name of the person uh, who filed the uh, the like the request out. First one is um, "Help Wanted: Finding Our Boy Out in the Wild." He was last seen running northward past the uh, city outskirts, and we have not seen him for a day or two. We have not much to give, but we will pay ten gold each to the uh, uh, pen, ten gold each to each adventurer. Um, it's all that we've had saved up. Please be quick, because these jungles are dangerous. Um, Is help this like a child, like a child boy, or like a pet boy? Like a like a child boy. That you can oh. that, you, that you can assume, because that's the normal context for the word boy. Um, okay. I think dogs can be good boys. So. They can. It doesn't say good boy, it just says boy. Muffin is good boy. Well, they didn't lose Muffin. Muffin's right there. Muffin, it's true, Muffin's, but I'm just Muffin's saying. Muffin's a good heat it. It's true. Um, <laughs> Muffin's a good creature. <laughs> Help wanted. There has been incessant howling about our farm. It is frightening the children and livestock alike. We can pay 30 gold each to those who manage to quell the source. Please be quick. We have not slept in days. Uh, the first one was signed uh, Otto and Dorothy Irvini. The second one was signed by assigned simply Tama. Help wanted. To the new Brave Wild, meet me at the observatory when you're in the moon for a particularly challenging quest. I need the I need the help of the most skilled around, and I know I can count on you all to help me out with this one. And below it, you can literally see what looks to be a winky face signed on it. Uh, and uh, the name signed is Yulf, the council taxonomer. Help wanted. Uh, something has been stopping my supply lines along the northern coast. I haven't gotten a shipment of bananas in weeks. Every card I've sent out has been demolished and my men keep disappearing. Someone needs to end this, and legally it has to be you. If I could, I'd kill the damn pest myself. Seventy gold each to the lucky bastard to get out there and fix this. Signed, Olaf Yarkandus. The next one is Help wanted. An elusive creature has been killing the livestock of the various farms... Uh, south of Lafkemi. It has yet to be seen uh, by the farmers, but it must uh, be big to take out a whole stable of mules in quick two. Uh, we need this uh, creature to be driven back or slain. Either end its vicious life or find a way to keep it uh, away from these parts. The council will front 50 gold each for this. Signed by Tani himself. And the final one is Help Wanted. I need some big strong hunters to look scary while escorting a cart of grain to a village directly south of here. They say the last times uh, they passed through here, they heard noises in the deep dark of the thicket. No shit, it's a jungle. I call BS, but they won't go on the trek unless they have some sort of bodyguards. 20 gold each for your time, courtesy of the Scythe Guild, signed by, <laughs> signed by Timpy Shimple Dimpy. I was laughing because I read the name ahead of time. Long adventures. <laughs> who, who out? Did anyone out loud read those? Uh, Grabella would have stood uncomfortably close behind Scythe and translated it quietly into giant and said it into his ear. Uh, so would anyone else have read those? Reese, Reese would have read it out loud in common for Irwin. Um. Cypher would turn to Grabella and go, 
of, of course, in giant, I very much appreciate the assistance from you. Um, and I believe that, um, we should take care of the ones that seem to be helping the smaller people first, because those are the most at risk in this case. Child. Yeah, Grabella will turn to everyone else and say, Life wants to do the first one. Uh, Saif, re re realizing that, uh, Gravel would be addressing the rest of the group, turns to the rest of the group and goes, Little person! <laughs> We're coming! <laughs> and he gives a big smile! Holy <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit! <laughs> wow! Scythe is not conversational in common, one might say. Just out of curiosity, because I know charisma is not just a reflection of social stuff, but what is his charisma? It's eight! <laughs> wow! Yo, He's same. so bad at speaking! Amazing. Truly astounding. There's uh, a wisdom of 14, though. Gearwin would kind of just give a shrug and just... No experience is a bad experience, I suppose. I will go with the majority on this one. Right, well, um... Tane speaks up. This is Tane's voice. Uh, it's... Figured I'd clarify. <laughs> um... Well, um... We are... Good to depart at any time, though, um... I would suggest that uh, the two room and board organized first. Um, we can go at any time, but it appears that this one is a bit more urgent than the rest. It's so true, Chloe. This music slaps. It does slap. Holy... Why this mu... That fucking solo. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Where are we right now? <laughs> We're in, like, a jazz elevator. Yeah, if this music Matt, can you tell us that this be? is happening in-world? Uh, yeah, so... Out, <laughs> so, uh, across the, uh, across the city, you can hear this wonderful sound that appears resulting from some sort of... Some sort of... Uh, some sort of, uh... You can't quite pin what instrument it's coming from. Uh, but it appears to come from something that, that, that plays with a reed. Uh, and it is going very very smoothly uh you can only hear echoes of it um across the city so it must be close but not terribly close but it's really setting the atmosphere i i hope that if you do choose different music um to, to play um over us talking that it does not sound anything like what you just described <laughs> so true <laughs> I get I guess room and board yeah. um, I think it's set up room and board real quick yeah cool Stife probably has like the opposite of the urchin feature he goes twice as slow in a city <laughs> so true he does not know what's going on right now Connie would lead you guys to the barracks which aren't terribly far away from the quest board 
Um, uh, Seems convenient. Outside, there are two guards that stand aside when they see Tane walking up, because they know Tane at this point, uh, and uh, they usher you all in. Um, they lead you up the stairs to uh, to um, a hallway full of uh, various rooms. Um, it appears that uh, much of this building is not uh, held up by like traditional foundation. It appears to be held up by um, by a very large tree that uh, springs up from the side of the cliff that you guys are on and braces the building. Um, uh, um, it's up to you what orientation you want these rooms to be in, who's next to who. Um, uh, but... Uh, these rooms are, uh, each one of them is identical, to, as identical as they can get them. Um, uh, it's a, it's a fairly decent sized room. Uh, there is, um, for the first time, you see a window made of glass. Um, Holy shit. uh, on the outside, so that way you can actually open and close it. Um, there is, um, uh, in, uh, in the side of the room. Uh, there is, um, uh, and by side of the room, I mean the side that's sort of facing outward, the exterior wall. Built into it is this large stone structure that serves as, um, a fireplace. Um, and it's very clear why it is, uh, why all of it is surrounded by and made of stone, because if it wasn't, then those coals would sure just be sitting on a branch of the tree, which would not be great for obvious reason, because it's a fireplace. Um, there are, um, uh, uh, beds that, um, that appear to be, uh, very rudimentary mat mattresses that sit on a, uh, that sit on a foundation of straw, um, that is, uh, trimmed so that way the straw doesn't poke out and poke into the, uh, uh poke into the mattress, um, and doesn't get everywhere. Uh, but nevertheless, it's, um, it's, uh... It's very down-to-earth um, uh, accommodations, but nevertheless, it still feels at least a little bit homely, uh, even for those who might not be used to uh, to such down-to-earth conditions. Um, the there's a tree here. Scythe is thriving. That's true. Um. Uh. There. Um. There. How like high are the ceilings here? Uh, they're not. Because we have a lot of tall fuckers in here, and I don't want anyone banging their heads. No. Uh, they're 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 fairly high. They're high enough to accommodate uh, like uh, like like even the tallest people, like Grabella. Um. Yes, Grabella is the tallest one here. <laughs> um. Uh, and Sif scrapes his forehead on the ceiling. Well, I was gonna, I was gonna say Grabella and Scythe. Uh, <laughs> so, um, uh, it's tall enough to accommodate uh, for both of you. It's a little, it's a little smaller than what would like what, what you guys would be used to, because what you guys would be used to are houses that were specifically made for your people. Um, so it's a bit shorter than what you'd be used to for those. However, it's it's tall enough to accommodate for you guys. Hmm. Um, there is a, uh, oh. there is a, um, a, a rack on one of the walls, 
um, in each rooms uh, where weapons can be hung, um, and various hooks uh, that allow you to hang like a satchel or um, like a knapsack or other various equipment. Hmm. Um, Scythe might want to unload some of some some of the things in his bag. He has quite a bit. He's got a lot of stuff to carry. Um. He may do that, and uh, anyone else uh, may also unload their items um, uh, within the room. Um, each of the doors uh, have a lock, um, and each of you would all um, have the key to uh, to the like that door in particular. Um, uh, what was I gonna say? Um, it is, um, it's evident that, um, that the other crew, um, hasn't set up the ruin board yet. You guys are the first ones to go do so. Um, you guys aren't sure where the other crew went, um, but, uh, uh, they evidently, uh, have not stopped by here yet. Sounds like the plane was shopping. But if from what well, I recall, It sounds shopping. like... It sounds like they're figments of all of our imaginations uh, in this TTRPG, and they're off screen right now, so it doesn't really matter. You don't know uh, that. <laughs> don't know that they're off screen. Why? Why was yeah. that? That was very. Uh... <laughs> Sif, that was really weird. Why'd you say it in that voice yeah. too? Yeah. Why'd you? Why'd you your voice? Why is my my voice sound like this now? Um... <laughs> Can someone explain what the fuck this is about? <laughs> because I don't understand. I've seen it happen like three or four times. What? Bring the oh, hand up to the camera. Oh, oh, oh. Sorry, it, it goes in and out of focus. No, that's okay. I just, I was confused. I'm just giving Casey a high five. <laughs> yeah. Well, people did do that. <laughs> well, Matt... When you give a high five, you become the jungle. So that's true. It's true. Welcome to the jungle. You go like that and disappear into your into the void. Um, so the time would be roughly four p.m. Uh, the sun is, the sun is still hanging plenty high in the sky, uh, but it is uh, very clearly um, like afternoon. Uh. Uh, do you guys uh, wish to um, wish to begin making your way to departing? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, cool. Um, during all of this, like waiting around time, um, after the point with the quest board, Sif would be resting. Um, so that. Uh, Matt, Matt knows the reason. There's only one reason for him to be taking what is essentially a short rest during this point of the day. So true. Um. <laughs> um, you guys, I guess if you want, would have time for a short rest. Um, in this time of unloading your equipment, getting everything set up for essentially living here. I don't think I have anything. Cool. Yeah. Thank you. I was 
I will say slight visual difference on uh, on Yerwin after walking out of the room is um, for some reason they're still wearing like they they are still wearing like a coat normally or have been to this point uh, when they when they walk out they are wearing what is essentially like like a tank top that looks like it's been made out of a sack which you can assume they were wearing under very cool when Grabella and Muffin leave the room Muffin now has a little red bow tied around its neck oh my god <laughs> I thought that you were just going to say a little red bow tie well yeah it's around his neck on the hooves oh my one on each hook when is when is Muffin getting cufflinks? I mean, <laughs> true. When is Muffin getting a little suit, a little muffsito? When do we enter the Muffin arc? Right like, now, it's it's always okay. happening. We're in it. You rename the the server Muffin Appreciation Group. So Welcome, true. listeners, to Muffin the podcast. So to to the Muffin Zone. We all um, look at pictures of cute animals. Reese walks out and. Uh, he's wearing, like, it looks like relatively normal traveling clothes, but you can tell it, like, it's a little bit pricey. Those are nice clothes that he's wearing. Definitely, definitely spent money on those. Um, Tane would walk out in, uh, essentially the same attire that, uh, he was wearing, except, um, before he was wearing, uh, like, very thin-soled shoes. Uh, and now he is wearing something more akin to boots. Um. As you all walk out, um, Tane, uh, Tane is waiting for you all. Um. And, uh, he is holding the piece of paper, uh, sort of leaning up against the wall. Well, it appears that the writer said that this boy ran northward out of the city um so uh we're going to have to navigate our way through the company districts um so try not to get too distracted by anything there we'll never make it out of here alive what'd you say make it out of here alive or just make it out in general uh, just make it out of the city we'll we'll be here till nightfall if any of you find something you want to buy we can go here at another time but um, uh, it, it really is, like, eye-catching everything that you see up there. Uh, lots of merchants, lots of sellers of various goods. And from there, we should be able to um, head out of the city walls and start making our way northward. Sounds Grabella, good. Yeah, Grabella nods and just says really quietly, I wonder what the little boy was running from. I have no clue. I suppose we might find out. Or towards. That is also true. Um. Uh, with that, uh, you would all begin to make your way out of the barracks and start um, 
one thing I forgot to mention is that you guys are all pretty high up in Love Kemi. Uh, you start de making your way down to the rest of the part of Love Kemi, uh, descending. Um, uh, as you guys uh, essentially head down uh, these uh, these wide stairs, uh, and you start making your way northward, uh, the city, uh, which is normally it. It's bustling. It's got a lot of biz, like a, like a lot of people going around and stuff like that. But um, as you guys start getting uh, more and more northward, uh, you notice that the sound starts to pick up. You hear various people calling out prices, um, uh, shouting names, uh, uh, various people. Uh, you hear like a "Hey, that's my money!" Uh, as someone runs by. Uh, uh, holding, uh, holding a like a small coin purse. Uh, various people making transactions just on the street. Um, you you see uh, various uh, booths um, with sellers in them selling things uh, such as fine cuts of meat, uh, various rare herbs and spices, um, uh, fine cutlery, uh, trinkets and knickknacks. Um, uh, selling um, selling exotic animals or what would be considered exotic uh, to someone who's not from here. Um, living, living animals, yes, okay. like uh, like like small birds, um, small little rodents and such. Um, uh, uh, people um, making transactions um, for livestock. Um, uh, people. Um, Making bets in an auction, um, various other things. Um, uh, as you guys pass through here, um, it is uh, it is quite hard to pay attention to like ev uh, to like um, to like the task at hand, which is just making it through, just because there's so much going on. Um, but, uh, as you, um, uh, as you guys, um, walk out, uh, through the city, um, you would see, um, uh, like a sign of, uh, the ocean, um, and by it, the docks, where various ships and things are parked. Um, uh, you all would see, um, uh, essentially three young boys who are, um, who are, uh, standing out, um, uh, standing out on the dock, uh, and they appear to have their, uh, their voices, um, uh, their, their voices raised at a, um, uh, at an older gentleman who's staring down at them and also has his voice raised. Um, and above the rabble, you can kind of hear the voice. You can't quite make out their saying from this distance, but you can definitely hear them. They look like they're... It's obviously voices are raised, so this isn't a quiet conversation, but they look, like, angry? They look not happy with each other. Okay. Uh, we can still just hold out hope that they're just uh, an Italian family. So, so true. Does Italy exist in this world? Sadly, no. Hmm. Wiped off the face of the planet, sadly. Yeah. That it explains did. the lack of cheese. So true. True. 
Rebella will lean down and take the coin purse off of her hip and tie it around Muffin's bow, and she'll say, I need you to hold on to this for me. Muffin is very frugal. Muffin looks up to you and just... And then Gravella Muffin's gonna go buy some goods. Matt, can you do nothing but make sheep sounds for the next couple hours? Pretty good. Uh, Gravella's gonna start walking towards them. Okay. Um, <laughs> is anyone else gonna follow? Cypher will also just saunter up. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Sorry, might go. get a little closer, just hear what the heck they are saying. As but. you guys... I'm oh, sorry. Uh, did I cut you off, Chloe? Nope. Oh. I'm good. As you guys get closer, um, you guys, uh, hear, like, the, the general part, uh, like, the general conversation. Um, these three boys are, um, not only, like, they're not really necessarily angry, they're more so anxious. Um, uh, they, you can't, like, you can't make out exactly what the conversation is about from here, but you hear various things, uh, such as, um, uh, you hear, uh, capsized, um, you hear, uh, serpent, um, uh, uh, you hear, um, uh, something about the, um, you hear, uh, something about, uh, the waves, Stuff like that, and, um... This is the banana stealers, right? Or maybe. Um, and, uh... Uh, the, the man's just kind of looking down on them, and he, uh, he pretty much would... It, he's more or less dismissing, uh, whatever their concerns are. Uh... And, um... One sentence that you pick up from the rabble is... Well, you can't leave! You haven't fulfilled your contract yet! I don't care if you're scared. You're gonna get back on that damn ship and you're gonna sail out there. We have... We have money to make. You signed it. You're gonna fulfill it. How young um, are these people? Did he they they look man? to be... They, they look to be, like, underage. They look to be... At, the oldest looks to be about 16. Child labor. Let's fucking go. Yeah, baby. What's this about a kind... Are you... Sorry, little boys. Are you all indentured to servant? <laughs> um, as you guys get closer, you can all see that these people are, um, they look to be mariners. Sailors types. Hmm. They're wearing um, the stereotypical nice. sailor outfit. Boat um, hat that you get from, uh, Steak and Shake. So true. Um... As you all get closer, they sort of glance at you, but they don't pay too much mind because they don't think you're coming straight towards them. We are, sadly. <laughs> the crew coming up. Um, <laughs> uh, are you guys just walking up to them, or are you guys going to say anything before you get within general talking distance? Scythe is a strange character, so I'm not sure about him yet. Okay. Probably gonna wait till she's in talking distance with them. Okay. Keep walking. Yeah. Um. 
And also, I really don't want Scythe to just go, Hello, small boys! <laughs> <laughs> I just don't want him to do that. Scythe, Scythe, is, uh, Scythe is like the accidental boogeyman. <laughs> we were looking for one boy, we found three. Honestly, I you think know, this is a good payment. Just take uh, him back. You know, that's a that's a good record, guys. Um, good, dude. We have a three hundred percent success yeah, rate. Yeah, we're three times as efficient as they ask us to be. That's true. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, you uh, you guys make your way within talking distance, and the boys don't say anything, but the old man just kind of stops what he's saying and goes, "Can I help you?" I don't think you're being very nice. This is I don't know if you can help me or not. I don't know what you do. He he looks behind him, and he looks around him, and he goes, <laughs> You talking to me? There's no one else around here. <laughs> yes. talking to me. Oh, I'm sorry. I just didn't think you'd be using that, uh, using that tone with someone you don't know. At least I don't think we're familiar. Uh, what do you want? Gravella looks at anybody standing around her. Do I have a tone? Uh, Fairly many, neutral. Yeah, I was gonna say, not different from just how you usually are. What do you mean I'm not being very nice? Well, they they don't they don't want to to go on the ship, and you're telling them to go on the ship. But they said well, no. Then they shouldn't have signed that damn contract. I told them there would be stuff out there on the ocean. Stuff they yeah, probably I... wouldn't want to see. They read it. They signed it. Not my problem. It will be their problem, though, if they, uh, if they, uh, if they decide to mute me. <laughs> uh, don't know if you're aware, but mutiny is uh, not something taken lightly. Reese steps forward. Two questions. Did you specify what they would see out there? Was it vague, like you described it to us? And two, can I see the contract? Well, I don't walk around with the contract on me. I can go receive it if you want, fancy pants. Um, and furthermore, no, I didn't list every single damn sea creature they might see out there. Were you clear on the potential dangers? I believe I was very clear. Uh, one of the boys pipes up and goes, you didn't say we'd see anything like that, sir. That, that, that it was it was three times the length of the ship. Sora's just gonna look at that kid and use telepathy and say, "What did it look like? What was it? Like, what the hell is this fucking thing you're talking about?" Um. Mm, big fish. The the boy would Ooh. look at you with fear because this is the first time in this boy's life that he's ever talked he's ever talked telepathically. Um <laughs> forgot and people don't usually do that. My and he he looks at you and goes, "Uh um like like a big snake." Uh in his head. That is. It comes through kind of kind of muddled cuz he doesn't know how to use his brain to talk to other people like you do. Yeah, it's over. I just... <laughs> I 
That is it. That is it. They can't. Do they, can they also respond telepathically, or do they have to respond out loud? They can. It lets me use in action, but they can respond telepathically or out loud. So it doesn't okay. matter outside of combat. Okay. Outside of combat, they can talk. Okay. Cool. Man, if that's used on Scythe, you're gonna see that he isn't stupid. That's crazy. <laughs> um, he's <laughs> just illiterate. <laughs> And doesn't know the language. Listen, they're like, they're young. They signed up for this. They're just wanting to get out of the contract because they don't want to do work. Okay. Are you Again. going with them? Oh yes. That... Well, yes, I go with them. I don't go with them on everyone. I, I manage a boat. I captain a boat. There's no guarantee they're on my boat. Last time they weren't on my boat. The previous time they were. You see you <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, uh, Did you? You see one the thing? Alright, Chloe, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> um, did you see the thing that they're talking about? Nope. Uh, and do I really care? Not really. I know they're exaggerating it. I've sailed the oceans for years, and I've never seen anything like that. Do you have children? No. <laughs> Can't really stand them. <laughs> if you could receive a contract from me, I'm sure we can get this sorted out reasonably. Uh, who do I have the pleasure of speaking to? Reese Farlow. Reese Farlow. Don't know if that rings a bell, but, um, uh, is there, uh, is there anyone you, uh, uh, any address or anything I could, I should send this to? Um, where the Brave Wilds are staying? The, the... <laughs> he stops. <laughs> the what? The Brave Wilds? Yeah, I can get that contract. Um, I'll get that contract uh, sent to uh, sent to. Uh, I can find out where the Ray Wild stays. Don't even worry about it. Um, you, you know what? Maybe I was overreacting. Um, uh, it's, you know what? We could we could rework the contract. And he looks towards the kids, and the the kids their their expression, while still anxious, dims a little bit. Um. Uh, it's very clear that this was a scene before, but when you guys get involved with this, it becomes even more of a scene, and people are watching this. Grabella walked off like a fucking preschool teacher and was like, Hey, can we be reasonable about this? And the dude was like, Hey! This is the fucking mob, they're gonna murder me. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I didn't even know the Brave Wild was getting back together. Um, Brave Wild, uh... What? I... I don't know if I believe that, actually. Um, you got proof of it? Pull out the pins. Or the, the metal things, the wood ones. Um, uh, he looks at you and he kind of chuckles a little bit, uh, before you pull it out. And then he looks at it and... <laughs> if the Spongebob boo-wop noise could come out of his mouth... <laughs> uh... <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, we can. Yeah, no, yeah, we can get that. We can get that contract resorted out. Uh, sorry for taking from your time, Brave Wild. Um, I don't want to be too much of a nuisance to you all. Um, uh, as for these guys, I can I can get their contract re reworked. Uh, no problem. Um, I'll, I can get them sent over to like a like it's a smaller boat or something like that. A, a smaller uh, smaller district of boats. Something like that. Something that doesn't go out to the deep ocean, or they can, they can, they can stop being, they can stop being mariners, I guess, if they want. Uh, we can, we can do that contract stuff. Uh, you guys can be there if you want. I, I don't want to stop you from being there. Um, I, we can, uh, we can even, we can, we can schedule something. <laughs> uh, Tane pipes up and goes, "That will, that is something we can." organized later uh before tane was not really uh what not really seen by this individual uh because you have scythe and then grabella uh, yeah. <laughs> uh big and boy so tane makes himself present and this man this man this this man his skin goes pale <laughs> That, um, is something we can organize later. But for now, you stop harassing these boys and you leave them be. Yes, sir! Yeah, I'll do that. Um. Yeah, uh, sorry, Brave Wild. Um. Uh, uh, if you want, uh, tomorrow morning, I can, uh, I can come up to the council and I can get something, uh, scheduled for maybe like a, like a meeting with one of you or something like that. Um, I, uh, I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to, to, to cause as much of a scene. <laughs> I I mean, I mean, I, I, I guess I was overreacting. Um, you, you guys can go and he shoes off the boys and the, the, the boys, um, uh, the boys go, um, uh, essentially scampering off into the crowd, um, as, uh, various, uh, various, uh, um, various adults, uh, which, uh, look to be their guardians of sort, um, who were, uh, who, whose faces are, st uh, stained with tears, um, uh, it sort of embrace them, uh, and, um, they sort of disappear further into the crowd. Uh, uh, yes. Tomorrow morning I can get something, uh, organized with you all. Uh, I have more ship duties to manage, though. I'm gonna go, could uh, I attend to, oh, yes? Could I, before you go, make one small suggestion for the future? Uh, yes, of course. Perhaps, if you do not want to cause such a scene, do not speak louder than everyone else. <laughs> His face goes red, and he bites his bottom lip very hard. His eyes roll back into his head, so you can only see the way he's holding everything back right now. His skin he's somehow going... goes paler. <laughs> um, Reese gives a shallow bow, keeping maintaining eye contact. It'll be a pleasure to meet with you again, and as he walks off... Of course, have a good day. And he turns around and he starts walking towards a ship on the dock.
I'm just gonna go back to trying to look for the child then. Okay. Um. Saved three children. We're gonna be four hundred percent successful. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, our, me, Thomas was wondering this. Uh, Sif would have no idea, and he would have literally no reason to ask, because uh, he doesn't know what a contract even is. Um, what the fuck is the, like, what are the laws here? You can say children sign contracts? Um, what is the, what is the age where it becomes okay to sign a contract? Uh, something that is quite clear to you, you aren't sure what age child labor becomes labor? Um, uh... But, uh, something is clear to you. There is a very stark difference between the council district, which is where the barracks and, like, the like the council hall and things like that reside, uh, and the company districts. Um. Uh, so as you guys walk off, um. Uh, the, the, the crowd that was there, uh, there's some, there's some murmurs and rabble about them. Uh, you get, you catch some, some glances and stares, uh, occasionally some smiles, um, as you guys pass through the crowd before people go back to what they were doing. Um, Eventually, as we're, oh, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, as we're leaving, uh, Reese, his kind of facade that he put on kind of drops and he just seems like just a bit emptier after that encounter. That is why I don't like coming around these parts. Um, what a bad man! Lots of. <laughs> so just gonna scratches his head. It's true. What uh, what I have said about swindlers—that's a good example. Um. Uh, you guys would eventually after a bit more walking make your way to these uh make your way to the city walls um and um in this large uh wooden wall that appears to tower into this guy um there uh is one very large gate which is uh cut out from uh which is cut out from the 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 wooden um poles and beams that make up the wall um of course, uh, guards flank it uh, on either side, um, and they they walk up and within like within talking distance to ask uh, uh, what you doing and stuff like that. Uh, but seeing Tane and also uh, if any of you have your Brave Wild badges present and visible on your person, uh, they would um, they would nod, um, they would um, shout to someone. Uh, uh, who is um, actively writing things down as sort of like a secretary, uh, writing that someone is leaving um, and to keep watch for their return. Um, and then uh, you guys are allowed to leave. Um, immediately when you leave, uh, you notice uh, that there is a stark increase in the amount of bugs, such as mosquitoes. Um, it is very you know, clear. Sorry, what were you saying? You made this world. You could have chosen not to put the scourge that is mosquitoes in here, and you chose to do that. I could have also chose to make uh, um, I could have chose a lot of things. I could have chosen... make child labor illegal. <laughs> um. 
So um, these are legally distinct from mosquitoes. These are wasp mosquitoes. They're even worse. I apologize. I was not trying to derail this much. Um. Uh. The uh, the amount of uh, bugs in the air is immediately present, and you understand very quickly why so many people live in Lavkemi. It's not because they necessarily. Um, it's not because they necessarily want to live in one specific place. It's because when they live in one specific place, it's easier to deter things like this. Um, uh, as you guys leave, um, uh, you see um, uh, for a little bit past the wall, a clearing. Uh, and then, um, uh, and then immediately after that clearing, a thicket of very thick jungle. Um, uh, you guys proceed forward into the jungle, and I would like someone to roll me a d20. It can be anyone. I'm on it. Okay. 20. 20? All right. Um, Wait, it is, is a high roll good? It's an amazing question. Oh no. No! Uh, 20 mosquitoes land on your head. Oh no. Um, this was the last episode, I think. Uh, thanks for listening. <laughs> um... Uh, along with that, I would like you all to make, um, I would like you all to make perception checks. If you... you perception. That would be... My heart. So true. 26. Hello? Zam. <laughs> Ranger moment. Ranger moment. It's true. 16. 8. 10. I think Reese is the only one with a negative modifier and like a decent, like even like a low wisdom score, even moderate. <laughs> um, what did Cypher? I think Thomas is. I think loading. Thomas died. I think Thomas might have went to the Raid uh, Shadow Legends land. Possibly. I think he may require. Yeah, hold on. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna. <laughs> yeah. The his phone sometimes just kind of makes him do that. So, we'll wait. Your generation always on date down phones. So, how's everyone doing? Doing pretty good. Well, I rolled a three. I very clearly become more comfortable as this camp, as this uh, uh, session has gone along. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm having fun. That's I don't good. know if any of you guys noticed my friend. Um. <laughs> the friend. That's oh, you're me. <laughs> this morning. Um, oh my I god! I didn't see it. <laughs> I was at work, um, and to give you an idea of how my work morning was going, I decided my knee looked like a face, so I drew one on it. Wow, wonderful. 
You know, if I you like bend your leg a certain way, your kneecap looks like Herbert Hoover or some shit like that. So sayeth I my don't... spouse last night. I don't know what Herbert Hoover looks like. Like a fucking kneecap, apparently. <laughs> it's very good. It's very good that we're doing editing for this. <laughs> what, you don't uh, think you want to So true. No. They'd be very interested in my knee face. Yeah, I think they would be very until we get the, the Herbert Hoover kneecap reveal. <laughs> it is funny, because a, a podcast-style thing absolutely will not have video. And I think it would be funny to just leave in any reference to video that we have and just leave people confused. So true. It, is so, of the file. it is so hard for me to not do, like, something with my hands and say one of these, you know? Yeah. Just like a general shrug. Also, I am, I am a very, like, in the background, like, if my camera's on, I'll be, like, reacting as my character with my camera without saying anything, and I realize that does not translate to audio at all. Yeah. Moss, you live? Thomas versus Discord. It's so true. Welcome back. My favorite legal key. Yeah. So true. Just, just, just your, just your average Thomas fighting Discord. Thomas, Thomas lost. <laughs> I, I lose survive. often. It's true. Um, let's see here. Um, going back in the train of thought I was on. Um, you were reading on a perception roll, I believe. Uh, yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, scythe perception. Oh my gosh. We got good wisdom. We don't. Herbert Hoover does look like a knee. Oh, I need to look now. I'm curious. When you're editing, leave that bit in too. Oh, but not the explanation bit. I didn't know context! He does look like a knee. Um. Uh. You guys, uh, tromping through the jungle, uh, along the jungle floor, which is, um, a bit darker than you would expect, um, with how bright it is, uh, around here. Um, uh, you guys would be, uh, stepping around, of course, um, as carefully as your characters would step, um, in, in this part of um, in this part of the jungle. Um, lots of uh, leaves and various uh, various uh, fallen plants uh, coat the jungle floor. Um, uh, as um, as you guys are walking, um, uh, I uh, Yerwin and Grabella. Uh you two would um you two would notice something strange. Um these trees um uh almost all of them have some sort of vine or some sort of creeping plant along them, hanging off of them. Uh which uh is not something out of the ordinary for something as biodiverse as this area. 
Um, something that does strike you as strange, though, uh, is as you're tromping through, um, you see a, um, a, uh, a, a small, um, a small rodent, uh, uh, something akin to, like, a rat or something like that. That's uh, the boy, he's been polymorphed. Uh, that, um, that crawls through, um, like a fallen trunk and climbs up it. Um, you, you step into something and you look down at your boot and you look up and the rat's gone. Um, Grabella would notice that, uh, one of the vines appears to be swinging slightly in motion. The rat disappeared and jumped on the vine. Just like George of the Jungle, for real. What rat? I didn't. What? You was the rat. Oh. Okay. <laughs> uh, Tane would pipe up and go, Well, um, how did it disappear? I looked away from it and then I looked back and it was gone. Things tend to do that. I suppose if we see more rats disappear, we'll let us know. Um, I don't think rats have the innate ability to disappear like that. Yes. Or, for a, a matter of fact, uh, uh, to do anything like that. I think it just scuttled away, if I'm going to be honest. <laughs> Gravella walks closer to the swinging vine. Are you having fun, friend? How close do you get to it? Pretty close. I'm trying to whisper to a rat. What's Gravella's AC? <laughs> Fifteen. Fifteen? Okay. Uh-oh. Uh, that eight uh, intelligence coming in strong. Oh boy. Um... <laughs> hey, we do! Uh, actually, go ahead and make a deck save. That's gonna be a strong ten. Strong ten? Uh, so, as Gravella goes, what'd you, what did Gravella say? What you doing? Are you having fun, friend? Oh. As Gravella goes closer to the vine and says, are you having fun, friend? Uh, the vine sort of shivers, uh, before, it, uh, it curls around and it snaps up at you. Um, uh, as it snaps up, you realize how long this vine is. Um, Gravella just manages to duck under the vine as it uh, as it sort of waves around and attempts to ensnare her. Very strong rat. <laughs> um. Grabella <laughs> will back away. As you do this, the, the vine snaps one more time, but you're just out of its reach. Um, and, uh, the vine returns to its, um, still position not a friendly rat don't go by that fine um i didn't see what that had to do with the rat reese draws his long sword it's like i think if anything that took the rat oh oh no <laughs> 
What are we gonna do? To walk more carefully for now. Um, okay. And Yerwin will um, grab onto a uh, small sword that is on their um, that is on their waist. Um. Uh, good. Uh, drawing it out, and I'm going to use funny magic trick um, to cause it to grow ice on the blade. Very cool. Ooh. Very um, cool. Reese is gonna turn to. Um, fuck, oh. how do you pronounce his name? Urkman. Urkishman. Tane. Okay, that's what I thought. Reese turns to Tane. Do you know what that thing is? Well, um, my guess is that it's uh, some sort of. Um, uh, we've seen those around here before, but they're not terribly common this low down. Normally they grab birds out of the, out of the um, air as they fly past. They have a sensory thing. They feel the wind move past, such as when someone speaks to it, um, and they react by lashing out in the direction. Do you think a child running away would cause enough of a disturbance for it to lash out and grab? Um... Possibly, it could be the source of that, but not too sure, as of yet. He nods. Rebella's gonna pick up Muffin. <laughs> <laughs> um, I assume, I assume, uh, for Yerwin, uh, Korlal is with, right? Korlal is on, on the shoulder, yeah. Okay, cool. Um... In that case, Corlo's there's, on there's... the shoulder, and, and for context, has been the one, like, if anyone has their badge showing, Yerwin does too, except for they have it, like, Corlo is holding it, like, from the very tip, just holding it in her mouth. Very adorable. Very cute, 10 out of 10. Um, Reese, Reese reaches for a necklace tucked under his shirt, and, uh, he taps on it, um, summoning his familiar, a small little lizard. Um <laughs> about like no bigger than this like the side like the palm of his hand. And uh, he it kinda, would fit in a bucket. It would fit in a bucket, however this is not bucket lizard. Um and he he brings it close and which is Emil, if you can, can you head up into the vines and see if you can see the boy? If not then if it start if you Things start getting hairy, just come back. And he sets it on the ground. Oh. Um Uh so you're sending uh you're sending uh, a meal um up um up a like up a tree or up a a normal vine? Uh up a tree near the vines, preferably. Okay. okay. Uh you'd be able to do that uh just fine. Um, so are you having Emil look through that, uh, or I believe Find Familiar able to look through your familiar? I am able to look through my familiar, so I gave it the command to go up, but I am going to be looking through its eyes. Okay. Um, uh, Emil will, um, Emil will begin to latch onto the tree with his, uh, what kind of, uh, lizard is Emil? Armadillo Girdle Lizard. Uh, will latch on uh, with his with his lizardy little claws, and he'll start scuttling up the tree uh, as as fast as his little body can handle. Um. Uh, eventually, when uh, he goes 
out of sight from the rest of uh, from the rest of the group, um, concealed by trees and stuff like that. Um, go ahead and uh, make another perception check if you could, Riz. Oh boy, um, where since the conditions have changed? Yeah, minus one, fourteen. Fourteen? Okay. Yep. Not too bad. Um, what you notice is uh, you scan over this part of the jungle. You're not you're not above the canopy. You're not even close to reaching the top of the canopy. But you are fairly high up, uh, to the point where the the thick bases of the trees start to become thinner as they go up, uh, and the foliage becomes a bit less dense, giving you uh, a a bit of a better uh, view on things. Uh, not to mention this um, position, uh, this point of view, uh, allows you to scan a wider breadth than you would be on the ground. Um, uh, with this, uh, you would be able to see that um, uh, the vines uh, that crawled up the tree, the the one uh, similar to those that snapped at Grabella, um, when they go up the tree, it appears that they wrap around and they appear to just grab onto the tree. And um, the further up the tree um, from uh, from those vines uh, appears to be more decayed than what's below it, uh, as if it is sucking up the nutrients. Um, uh, with this, you are able to um, fairly easily identify which trees have the vines on them and which don't. Um, what you notice is that there, um, through this portion, very, very, very many trees, uh, have, um, have these, uh, have these, uh, vines, uh, that are causing a, uh, a decay in the bark and of the wood, um, towards the top of them. But further, uh, you see, um, uh, you see that, um, some of these, uh, vines either don't reach all the way down, or it looks like, uh, that, uh, or it looks like, uh, there is, um, a, uh, a spot on, um, on the, the midsection of these trees where there once was, um, the, the growth base of these vines, uh, but no longer. Okay. And no sign of anybody? Uh, no sign of anybody. Okay. Um, uh, Reese would switch back his vision as as Emil returns, and he would um. These uh these vines are parasitic to the trees. They're kind of killing them. Oh, that's not very nice. I agree. Not very nice indeed. It's a hey, pretty Ms. large infestation. Hey, um, Mr. Vines, uh, and. <laughs> Gravella's gonna use her channel divinity. Okay. Um, and try to charm the, any plant creature that she sees in 30 feet. That's a lot of plant creatures. That's, well, that's, that's, a lot a... Of pl that's a lot of plants. That's not as many plant creatures. Yeah, um, it's very specifically beast or plant creatures. Okay. Um, so so there's wisdom saving throws. So. Okay. Give me a wisdom saving throw from every blade of grass, Matt. This is important. I'm just gonna do one. I'm not rolling one for every single one of them. Uh, as this happens, Emil returns to um, Reese's hand and he taps the necklace again. It disappears. What is the... 
Uh, I'm talking okay. to my computer, not any of you. Damn. He's talking to you, listener. Shut the <laughs> fuck up. <laughs> um. Damn. There's a non-zero chance that that is one of us. Yeah. Or Matt himself. Uh, what is your DC? My DC is 15. Nope, that's okay. not right. Oh. I was looking at my AC. It's 16. Okay, well, either way, it fails. Uh, and by it, I mean all of them. Yo. Uh, Yo, the high vine? Uh, the... Uh, the... The vines, uh, around, like, in a 30-foot radius, uh, which, um... Uh... Before you got snapped up of them, looked um, almost inanimate, like they were just regular vines that didn't have any form of movement. But now that you see them, they look like they're waiting for something, like they're agile. But when you use your channel divinity, if you want to describe how your channel divinity looks. Yeah, so um, Gravella just takes a moment. Uh, she grabs onto her amulet around her neck, a witch is is of the tree of Chandal, and she crouches, or she has Muffin in her arms. Uh, so, so she just whispers into Muffin's ear, you know what to do. Uh, and then there's like a pulse of energy that everybody can feel uh, just radiates out from her as as the vines react. Um, all of these vines, which looked agile and waiting, go limp. I don't think you're being very nice to the tree if you're taking all of its nutrients. I think you should probably stop that. Are you speaking to it through, like, speech of beast and leaf? Uh, furball feature? Because is that, isn't that beast and plants? Or if I'm, mis I'm mistaken? Yeah, speech of beast and leaf. It, it's both, yeah. I would assume that's implied by speech of beast and leaf. Yeah. Um... <laughs> um Uh, when you say that to them, they sort of, um, they sort of, like, do, like, a sad wiggle. Uh, who knows what this means, but they look, they look oddly guilty. Oh my god. <laughs> Are you able to stop it? Uh, the vines just sort of shake back and forth. Uh which you'd be able to interpret as something akin to no. You know where the boy is that got lost around here? Uh, they sort they sort of they they curl up in a very slow yet curious fashion as if No, I haven't seen a boy but there was a boy here? That's news to me. Okay. Um. Um. I don't think they know where the boy is. Um, as you turn to say that, though, uh, one of the ones on the edge of your, um, on the edge of your 30-foot radius, uh, sort of wiggles about, shambles, falls limp, wiggles about, then curls, and then points the direction you guys were going. Uh... Uh, and then shakes very violently. Uh. That one's not the boy. Gravella's gonna walk in the middle of all these vines and walk towards that one. 
Okay, well, they're charmed, so how long are they charmed for? A minute. Okay, yeah, you have time to get up to that one. So you saw the boy? Uh, the vine wigs up and down. And the boy went that way? Uh, the boy, the, the, not the boy. Uh, so, well, you guys found the boy! No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> the vine The boy was, was a plant all along! You solved my plant uh, boy puzzle! Oh, shit. The, uh, the vine waves up and down. The vine then wraps up, and then wraps around itself, and then, like, seems to tug on itself before falling limp. You oh. have the boy? The, the vine waves back and forth, uh, as in, like, a no. I don't speak plant. <laughs> I didn't know I have so much fun role-playing vines. Okay. So we should go the direction that you pointed to find the boy, right? The vine waves up and down as a yes. Okay, thank you very much. She will give- Siphon is way to just go. I love charades. Uh, Cabela will lightly pet the vine and make her way back to the others. The vine quivers as a cat purrs. As as, as if, like, how a cat purrs. Wow. There is no cat, there is no cat purring. <laughs> of course there is. There's the vines in the shape of a cat now. That's so true. I guess. It's that scene in Finding Nemo. That's so true. Alright, um... Anyway, let's let's go in that direction, avoiding vines. Let's go in the um, let's go in the boy direction. I feel bad for the vines; they don't want to be eating this tree's nutrients. Well, life, man. Yeah, I mean, like, but here's something that does want to be eating the the all, all of the tree's nutrients. It's caterpillars. It's me. They're vicious. Destroy um, all caterpillars. Reese is gonna turn to Tanae's. Do you have a map of the area? Um, I do not have a map of the area in paper, but I do know the area quite well. Okay, when we get back, I can mark the areas that are infested, so... Wonderful. You can send um, a proper botanist to search the area and figure out what's going on. Uh, if anything, I can have a map made of this area by the cartographer. Sounds good. Um... I haven't been out here in quite a while, so this will jog my memory, and while it's still fresh, we can uh, get things like that sorted out. For a proper map, though, um, I can already foresee that the cartographer is going to want us to survey the <laughs> exact distances and such. But a rudimentary map, that is possible. Okay. Um, once we get a map with the infested areas sorted out, we can... I assume you have botanists on staff that can help take care of this issue. Um, correct. Um, if, if none of the botanists on hand can help, um, it looked like Artney was some sort of botanist herself. She might be able to help. Good. And I can talk to them. You can. That was very impressive. By the uh, way, did... Did Muffin do that? I'm confused about that energy bit. What happened there? No, muffin that wasn't Muffin. Oh, okay, you just like said something and it looked like you said it to Muffin. 
I talk to Muffin all the time. Muffin really Fair is enough. the main character. Oh, sure. Um, Casey isn't playing Gravella. Uh, they're playing Muffin. That's true. Gravella's a sidekick. Uh, Gravella's a sidekick. Yeah. Um, yeah uh, my character sheet is actually just Muffin. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so Gravella's Muffin's pet. <laughs> you guys are heading in the the direction that the vine pointed in. Yeah. Um, while we're doing this, Sore is going to cast Guidance and try and find any signs of a boy having run through here or any possible way that he could be tracked down. Okay, uh, I would say either Perception or Survival. Okay, well they are the exact same for me, so... Uh, then tell me which one you're rolling and I will give you uh, results based on whichever one you, know... you say. Can can Scythe can can Scythe roll survival? Go ahead. <sighs> I'm gonna go with survival as well. Fat eighteen from my boy. Okay. That's a twenty-six. Damn. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> do we find the boy? <laughs> Uh, so, um, as you guys are walking, um, Scythe, uh, you would notice, uh, in the dirt, uh, there are, um, there are, uh, footprints, um, very light footprints, as if someone who was not quite heavy was running through here. Um, they don't have how, any... How, how fresh is them? What was that? Just how, how 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 recently you, you you reckon they were made? Um, not terribly recently, but uh, they were still recent enough, um, so that um, it doesn't look like they have been covered up or anything, or been trampled by other footprints. Um, uh, these footprints seem to lead to a seem to lead to a bush, uh, and then out from the bush, um. Uh, sorry, you would notice that there are a few... This bush appears to be of, like, a, something akin, similar to a blueberry. Uh, you would notice there are a few, uh, blueberries that have been picked off of here. Um, of course, anything can pick blueberries off of a bush, but given contextual clues, it very well might be a hungry boy who picked them off of there. Um. Do the, what, do the berries look poisonous in any way, shape, or form? Uh, on your survival roll, uh, I would say no, they don't look poisonous. Okay. They look quite good, actually. Um, <sighs> like, they look, they look scrumptious. That boy was starving, but he was fine dining. Okay? <laughs> exactly. Um, uh, Scythe, uh, as you, as you guys, uh, walk, uh, you would look up and you'd notice, um, uh, you'd notice um, near uh, near one of the uh, uh, like uh, like the trees midsections, down a little bit from uh, where an assassin vine hangs, you can see stripped bark. Um, and then, uh, you see, you saw what that thing did to the rat. I just learned they were called assassin vine. Yeah. Oh, these bad boys. Yes. Yes. Um. Uh, from there, uh, 
Sori uh, would be able to see, uh, to see further in the distance where there are vines laying on the ground as if they had been torn from the tree. Alright, Sori's just gonna point in that direction and say it looks like someone's been over there recently and then point at the blueberry bush and say and someone's been eating. Do they look like the vines that um just tried to murder Grabella? The same species of vine, not the exact same one, but the well, same okay, species yeah, of vine. Okay, yeah, this is what I was down. asking. Yes. Oh yeah, same species of vine. Assassin vines. Big boy. Yeah. So that's all he's got to say. Seth doesn't have much to say. He's just kind of taking it in. Oh no, someone hurt oh. the vine. Uh, so uh, what's the plan of action now? Um, I'm assuming foot were, were footsteps pointed out to the party. Foot, uh, that's that's for Scythe or sorry to decide. So, I mean, Scythe, Scythe would have um gotten down uh onto his knee to uh like check out the footprints more. Um, st that. He, like, pretty much laid his hand on some of them. I, I feel like if you looked at Scythe, you would be you would know where the footprints are now. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, we'll just kind of look over at Scythe and see that he's seeing the same kind of thing. And, like, it probably went uh, that way. Not, not... Old, but not new. Can I check out the cut vines and make a... Let's see. Um, maybe a... Mm, investigation, nature, some sort of check to see maybe what type of thing cut it. Like a weapon, a animal... Whatever uh, yeah. tore these vines. Uh, okay. Either investigation or nature. Very cool. Twelve. <laughs> uh, which one did you roll? Investigation. Sorry. Okay. Um. So. Uh. While you can't determine, uh, like, uh, what exactly, um, caused these to fall from the tree. Um, you can see by the frayed ends of the vine where it looked like it was held up uh, that this vine was not cut, but rather torn from the tree. Gotcha. Um, these vines were um, torn, and if the boy is not that old, I don't know if he would have the strength to do that. Um, these vines are quite thick. Um, uh, it would, uh, it would, it would be a quite, I will say, like, mechanically wise, it would be a pretty high DC to tear one of these from a tree. They're pretty Something, well rooted yeah. into the tree. And for a small boy, it would be a Herculean feat. Yeah. If I had to guess something, something big came through the area with him. 
or in the same area. Well, I'd say we should keep walking then. Right. Sorry, kind of continues anxiously. Like, he's got this, like, look of, oh, fuck, on his face. Like, we need to find that kid before we ever did this. <laughs> Finds that kid. Um, Tane, Tane's brow he is furrowed. Now. Um, Tane appears to be going into dad mode right now. Dad mode, let's go. Uh, Tane dad mode. Um, Pull out the puns, guys... Matt. What'd you say? Pull out the puns. Maybe I will. Maybe I will. Dad mode. Come on. Um. So, uh, are you guys, uh, are you guys gonna keep walking then? Yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. Very uh, cool. As, as we're walking, I do want to ask, just, would, would anyone have happened to have brought that, uh, Notice from the quest board? I did. No. Uh, and Tani would hold it out. I, I can't read that. <laughs> right, sorry. Uh, I, I don't mean to... I don't mean to... stir up theory when it is not necessary, but... we all seem to be convinced that this is a small child. Is there explicit confirmation of such? I suppose not. It's a big it boy. <laughs> it could... It could just be a big boy. <laughs> it very well could, but... Um... It, it is... Again, I do not mean to... Try to change the way we see everything, but... Yeah, I feel like that was... In mind. No, no, it's... Uh... It's good. Uh, suggesting multiple... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Theory? Suggesting multiple perspectives can always help during a hunt like this, because um, when you get stuck in one mindset, that's how something else finds another mindset to hunt you back in, and you end up becoming the prey. Right. Well, I suppose we should continue walking along. Perhaps we'll find the boy, or whatever did that. Mm -hmm. Pushing oh. forward, then. To adventure. Um. On to adventure, I guess. Uh, as you guys keep going, um, you guys, um, uh, a solid, I'd say about a half hour uh, would pass, uh, where nothing really looks out of the ordinary. You guys are just essentially wandering about the woods. Um, it's about, um, the time you've been adventuring, it's about um, 6.37 p.m. now. Um, and Sun's getting close to setting? Uh, I mean, uh... It, this is a this is a more equatorial place, and um, this uh, and the season is closer to like the spring summer. Um, so the sun isn't quite close to setting, but it is starting to get into the later afternoon. Um, okay. Uh, as you guys walk, after about a half an hour, 
Um, those who rolled those uh, those uh, those real high perceptions at the beginning, um, so that would be um, Gravella, Yerwin, and Scythe, uh, would feel a rumbling below the uh, below you guys. Feel a rumbling within the ground, as if it's uh, shaking. Um, you'd be able to determine it's not like a concise rumbling. It's a rumble and then quiet. And then a rumble and then quiet. And then a rumble and then quiet. The rat's back. <laughs> it's an Alaskan bullworm. <laughs> hey, Matt. Yes. Do there appear to be any, um... Do, do there appear to be any uh, assassin vines directly above our our boy, head of pig eater? Uh, directly above. Um, are 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 they still like? Are, are we still in their neck of the woods? You still are in I the guess? area of the assassin vines. Uh, yes, but uh, they don't appear to be. Um, they they don't appear to be. You, you're not. You guys have learned to not get close enough for them to lash out, and so I'm assuming you guys haven't been walking directly into the trees that hold them. Yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> because being directly underneath something like that, kind of weird. Kind of strange. Um, like those fucking um, things from Half-Life. So true. Yeah. yeah. The head crabs? No, 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 the ones. Oh, oh, the, okay. The little ceiling guys that with the yes, the ones that have the, the weird drool in the tongue. That the name escapes me for some reason. Yeah, I don't know the name, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I get you. I used to know the name. Now I feel silly. Um. Anyway. Um. You guys continue. Uh, continue walking along. Eventually. Even the less perceptive of the group start to feel that rumbling, and the vines start to notice the rumbling too, as the vines begin to quiver and begin to lash out at upper parts of the trees, um, seemingly unaware of where the rumbling is coming from, just knowing that there is a rumbling and shooting in the dark. Does it feel like the rumbling's coming from underneath us, or like something in the distance that is very heavy is walking? Something... You would say something in the distance. Yippee. Cool, cool, cool. It's the large lad. He really was giant. So true. Big boy. Um, Big and the boy. Uh, for no reason in particular, I need all of you to roll stealth. Spicy. What is my stealth? Four. Strange thing to ask. Ten. Oh, okay, hold on. I was about this to isn't looking good, guys. Uh, so good, y'all. Hold on, <gasps> guys. You roll a one. No. no, 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 no. Okay. Hold on, I gotta roll Tane still. It, it can get worse. Never mind. Okay. It's an eleven. It's okay. It got worse. I rolled an eight. Okay, I'm gonna have you repeat those here in a second so I can write them down. Yep. Our highest is 11. I'll let you know that now. Yeah. Oh, looks like someone just rolled 14. Oh. No, that was, dis that was disadvantage. Someone's rolled with disadvantage. Tani uh, mm. rolled a base 4. Um, uh, so, what did Cypher roll? 11. 
Uh, what did Sorry roll? Eight. What did Reese roll? Ten. What did Grabella roll? Four. Wow! Wow! I was going to cast Pass Without Trace. <laughs> I was just, I was just getting to that. <laughs> wow! Um. So I mean, if we're rolling like with control, I guess we still couldn't do Pass Without Trace. Not that we say that that would be bad. Thomas, you sound like you're underwater. <laughs> Thomas I am underwater. Thomas, get out of the ocean. I'm out of the pool, please come back to What mad I have to finish my game of D&D. I don't care that I'm drowning. So true. Am I still underwater? Uh, <laughs> you're Irish now, but I don't think you're underwater. Quite. I'm just not sure what that was. Um. <laughs> um. I will allow a pass without a trace. To, to to boost those scores a little bit. That are we re-rolling or are we just adding ten to our rolls? Just add ten. Okay. Because I've already had you guys roll. Okay. Cool. Um, it, it knew where we were for a moment there, and then suddenly we all just disappeared. Um. I gotta, I gotta do something. Fourteen's a whole lot better than four. It That's certainly true. is. Ten better, one might say. Whoa. Yeah, I think that's true, actually. <laughs> Casey die? Canada uh. was destroyed? No. <laughs> oh, we we were thinking Canada was destroyed. <laughs> that is not existing. Eighty-five percent um. of monsters in the monster manual have a passive perception that is less than 14. So, you know? Um, Canada no longer exists. So, uh, as you guys are walking along, uh, Sori has this pass without a trace up. Um, you guys, while relatively unstealthy, are compensated by the pass without a trace, which seems to silence your guys' footsteps. Um, however, uh, Grabella, um, while she's walking, uh, takes one step and snaps a branch, and it is yeah. so loud, even past without a trace can't quite cover it up. <laughs> Not completely, at least. A crisp branch? It was Jeez. a very crisp branch. Um, uh, this, uh, um, uh, this, uh, the roll, the, the roll still ended up being a 14, so, for you guys, it still wasn't terribly loud. Um, however, uh, a couple seconds pass, and... Um, the rumbling stops. Uh-oh. I did it. I feel um, like maybe we should also stop moving. <laughs> uh... 
the rumbling stops for a little bit. But then the rumble starts up again. And the rumble has a faster pace than it did before. <laughs> um, the rumble seems to be getting stronger uh, with each pulse of the rumbling. It's um, eating trees. So true. Um, uh, um, is is Scythe able to do do a do a little bit of an do a little bit of a thing? Uh, yeah, go ahead. Scythe would be like, um, would like to be, um, not on the floor anymore. Okay, so are you gonna use your standing long jump? Or standing um, leap, sorry. Yeah. He's gonna jump... What's the amount? Uh... Um, give, give, give me a moment, I, I have it saved. I have his saved. Um, yeah. He's going to just jump um, from from a standing position. He's going to jump 20 feet into the air. Shit. Uh, what? Are you just jumping or are you going to grip onto a tree while you do it? He's going to grip onto a tree or land on a branch or something similar. Okay. Um, is, is this like an athletics thing? Go ahead and roll an athletics for me. Athletics or acrobatics? Okay. I think I know which is higher. I think I know <laughs> which is higher for Scythe, though. It's a 25. Damn, Holy shit. You, you gorilla grip that tree. <laughs> he, he, what the fuck? Can I just, <laughs> Scythe jumps, like, uh, at an angle. In, in his free hand, he, he grabs one of the branches and just flips over... And his momentum brings him so that he's basically doing a handstand on it before he brings himself to standing on the branch. He's a Jedi using Force Sleep in uh, Star Wars The Complete Saga, the Lego game. That was very specific. Um, and it was very correct. That's true. The fact that I could tell Thomas got up to mind that out. <laughs> um. Um, I, I had to. Handstand and all. Uh, did you hear me? Oh, Chloe died. Did you hear me almost die while I was doing that? Yeah. So true. Um. Um. So. Uh. Uh. As the rumbling gets louder, um. Uh. Those who are watching, uh, from uh beyond the path, uh, or those watching the 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 tree line beyond the path. Um, uh, would see a few trees, uh, uh, disappear as if they were shot out of the way by something passing it. Um, uh, a large black mass is actively moving towards you guys. Um, and, uh, yes, Casey? If Grabella sees this, um, she's gonna hold her hands out and cast plant growth. Okay, on. On the ground. A hundred foot radius. Thick overgrowth of plant. Okay. Just fills the area. 
including us, or no? Because you can exclude no. certain spots. With I can I can shoot it 150 feet away. So as soon as she spots this thing, she's just going to make it very difficult for it to continue to walk towards us. Um, at about 150 feet away, you'd be able to see this thing. Um, so, uh, as it starts trampling through the trees, thundering the ground as it runs towards you all, uh, it steps into the mass of vines, uh, and one of its feet gets caught. Um, uh, as it gets caught, it stumbles, and its hands slam into the ground, and its head pivots up, its face ape-like, its body entirely covered in thick, dense hair, with a silver stripe down its back. It's a big um, cost, but he's a cyborg. Quick question, do I get a action of prep real quick, or no? Because I that's fine if no. Yeah, I'd allow that. Uh, you guys were watching this thing charging, so I'd allow an action of prep, yeah? Mage armor. Yeah. Great. Um... Cypher's gonna... Cypher's gonna, uh... Use his... His first... Of his, uh, two bow moves. Which is? Uh, the entire... The, the, the entire bow is wreathed in, like, this, uh... Th th this funny thunder. Okay. Uh, like, like just air, air waves around it. He, he can concentrate on that, so... Mm -hmm. Uh, that, that's just for preparation. Uh... As it... Is there anything else that anyone wants to do in prep? Um, could I? You guys aren't in initiative, like, quite yet. I, I would drop concentration on the pass without trace, but okay. cast spike growth, like, right in the middle of where that thing is heading, in the middle of the plant growth. Okay. Which would also make it difficult terrain. Double difficult terrain. Well, my difficult terrain is four times four slower. So it's five times slower, so you need to use 30 feet of movement, I think, to move six feet. Nice. Very cool. Um, I actually do have a... <laughs> I actually do have a, a, a singular prep action. Yerwin mm -hmm. um, uh, reaches uh, into a pocket uh, on the side uh, and pulls out this um, ornately carved like wooden blowgun um, that has hanging off of it uh, tied to it with a ribbon um, a dragon scale much much larger than than any on Corlo, uh, but uh, kind of brings that up and is ready to, to shoot when when necessary when the spike growth is cast um, and even a little bit when it tried to trample through the plant growth uh it stopped. Um, uh, it essentially has ceased moving forward. Uh, not look, not like it's trapped, but because it's more so standing its ground. When it looks at you all, it lets out a roar. Um, but it does not move forward. Oh yeah, it'd be really fucking hard for it too. <laughs> Is there is there a range for speech of beast and leave? 
No. No, it's just uh, when you talk, anything that can hear you that is a beast or a leaf. But can it hear Gravella? I would say oh. yeah. Yeah, Gravella <laughs> said it really loud. Um. Uh. It uh. It looks a bit confused that it could understand that. Uh. Uh, and it looks towards Gravella. It doesn't let out another roar, but its face is very tense. Have you seen a boy? Um. Are you the boy? Uh, He's a Saiyan. So, so, when when you say "Have you seen the boy?", this gorilla's face tenses up even more, and it gets down in a lower stance and eyes you. Do we not like the boy? The the gorilla continues looking at you with that because um, you can you can tell that when you said not like the boy, it got a little bit more tense. How many um, facial muscles does this thing have? It's a it's a gorilla. It's got a lot of facial muscles. You see how many foreheads that thing got? How many foreheads? Huge real estate for forehead and lots of scrunching. Uh, we are not here to hurt you. We're here to find the boy. So, if you know where he is, we'll just take him out of your way if you don't like him. How loud are you saying this? I'm trying to... I, I mean, as loud as this thing can hear me. So pretty damn loud. Gravel is screaming right now. Okay. <laughs> um... We hear from a bush. I see a boy. Rebella, roll perception. I will gladly roll a perception. Uh, twenty-four. Twenty. Damn. Okay. Um, Dude, look at very cool. Uh, so very quietly, you can't see where it comes from, but you hear it from the general direction of the gorilla. Um, you hear, "It's all right, friend. It's all right. It's all right. You can calm down." And as you hear this, the gorilla stays tense for a little bit longer. But then it drops its head. And it gets up in a in a in a less battle ready position. And starts to make its way around the plant growth. Not quickly, not in a threatening manner, but still wary of you all. We just wanna talk to him. Um, Reese had his hand hovering near the hilt of his blade, but he has lowered it since. Um. So, um. The gorilla can, the gorilla makes its way, how big is the plant growth? The plant growth region? A hundred foot radius. A hundred foot radius. Okay. It's fucking ridiculous. It's also not concentration. It's concentration. I just fucked the natural ecosystem. Um, <laughs> I think is the best third level spell in the game, and I'm very much including fireball. <laughs> the, um... The... The large gorilla-like creature... Um... Sort of tries to navigate its way through the plant growth... Uh, which is quite difficult. 
Uh, especially because it's not like you can climb over it because a lot of the trees over it are rotten at the top where it would grab. Um, uh, as this gorilla maneuvers its way, um, maneuvers its way around, um, uh, you all would be able to spot a little boy on its back. Oh my gosh. A little boy? Um, far away is Gorilla? Quite far. Quite a a good distance. It's it's starting to close in a little bit. Um, So it was about 150 feet away. Now it's about maybe 130. Okay. Um, Tane narrows his eyes at it, uh, at the Gorilla, and goes, Well... Great apes like this only get this aggressive for a few things. One of which is territory, and the other of which is maternal instincts. Protecting the child. Did this great ape... What, what is the name of this great ape? Is it the exact same as the person who put out the notice? I hope it is. <laughs> so we don't have to... Uh, you know, rescue anyone then. Is this great ape's name both Otto and Dorothea Ervine? <laughs> this Why don't name you ask is it? Marissa. I can't. Um, oh, wait, no, I can probably hear me. You're the druid. Yeah, you can. Okay, first of all, there was also a nature cleric here. I'm just saying, okay, if anyone could ask the gorilla what its name is, it's you. Not saying you should, though. I think that we should ask the gorilla a couple of questions. Its name might come up. Gorilla. <laughs> um, uh, its name weirdly is Rajong. Um, true. I'm scared. The, the gorilla continues to make its way closer to the group, albeit with great difficulty. Sorry, I did. You were running at us. Uh, I got scared. The gorilla lets out a big, a big, a big heavy sigh when you say that. Um. You're just really tall. I'm really tall, but you're really tall. Is Sype still in a tree? Yeah, Sype going monkey mode. Okay. <laughs> the best combat strategy against monkey. Return to monkey. Exactly. Sype would wrestle monkey. Sounds like a bad idea. <laughs> Not for Scythe! <laughs> I think we came out here to save the boy, but the boy doesn't need saving. Nope. Will, uh, will boy return on own? You hear a, a quiet voice come from the back of the gorilla, which alerts the rest of you to the fact that there is a boy on the back of, of the gorilla. And you you hear a... You hear a uh, it's kind of hard to hear it if his voice is a bit weak. Um, the the boy goes, "You'll have to excuse my 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 friend. Um, she's a bit on edge. Uh, I was I was running out here because uh because my my I had a I had a friend. Uh, he he was a tapir, and." Uh, he always, uh, he always came up from the neck of the woods, and, um, he would, uh, 
he would come in and he'd talk to me, but I haven't... I haven't seen the, the tapir for a while. Um, and so, uh, and so... I went out to go looking, and... And then these, these, these big plants grabbed me. Um, but... But my friend here, she managed to, she managed to, she saw me, uh, grabbed by one of the plants and she, she tore it down and she's been keeping me safe ever since. It turns out the jungle isn't too great for little guys like me. Little guy. Your mom and dad are looking for you. Oh, I'm sure they are. I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to make them so scared. Oh no. What are they going to tell me when I get back? Sorry, I'm just gonna look at a, a large monkey mama uh, and say this is someone else's kid and their parents are very, very worried about them. We need to get them back home safe. Are you saying this just out loud or telepathy? Uh, uh, we are not close enough for telepathy. So you're just saying it out loud? Yeah. Um, The gorilla looks at you and like cocks its head because it doesn't understand like it doesn't understand common uh, it does because I have speech of the woods oh that's true you do have speech of the woods um uh I forgot about that so the the gorilla looks at you and sort of narrows its its uh, its big eyes and then its head swivels around to its uh, uh, to like face its back as if it's gonna get the opinion of the boy. Yeah. And and the boy goes, "Don't worry, they're all right. They're here to help me." Uh, the gorilla hangs its head again, and it continues to try to make its way toward you guys, albeit with a bit more expediency. At this point, sorry, it's just gonna drop spike growth. Okay. Yeah, I think it, I think the gorilla was going around it anyway. The gorilla that would have looked, it. yeah, it would have looked more scary than my plant growth. <laughs> um, it would have looked scary. Now, now the gorilla is attempting to make its way uh, to you guys uh, with a, with a bit more haste. Not like it's trying to rush towards you guys, but like it's trying to be like, oh, well, okay, these people are okay. I can I can successfully leave this child with these people. Um, the uh, um, the gorilla eventually, after after a while and with a lot of struggling, would make it to you guys. Um, right. Uh, the um, the gorilla sort of uh, it lowers itself down and it and it um, it rolls a bit on its side. Uh, and the child who's clinging onto the fur eventually, as it rolls, lowers down to the ground far enough that it can set its uh, set his little feet on the ground, and he can waddle his way over to you guys. This appears to be this appears to be like a human boy, no older than like eight years old. Um, the gorilla rolls back onto its feet, and it stand and it uh, it, it 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 stands on uh, essentially all fours with its its feet planted on the ground and its knuckles planted into the ground and it looks at the boy and its brow furrows um and uh the boy looks up to her and goes well it looks like I've made a new friend if you could look for the tapir while I'm gone uh his, his name is Bob 
Follow the tape here. Don't worry about the name. It's not important. Um, tell Bob. Good name. Tell tell Bob I said hi. Um, and the boy the boy presents out his hand in a fist. For the and best fist bump of all time. The gorilla lifts up its arm, and its arm hovers over to the boy. Its fist, essentially the size of the boy, and they do a little fist bump. Oh, and then the child is knocked like 30 feet back and fucking dies because this thing is huge. <laughs> because the gorilla is huge, um, and it, it stops being like a funny, um, uh, fu- funny uh, fantasy gorilla. It sees the boy do this, and it grabs the boy's arm and starts slamming it into the ground. You know that one scene with Hulk scene and Loki? From- yes, from- <laughs> <laughs> anyway, no, we're not, um, we're not, we're, yeah, no. Um, we're not, we're not condoning boy violence. Absolutely not. Nor gorilla so, violence. So the gorilla's in range, right? Probably. Uh, oh, for telling about 50 yeah. feet. It's uh, yes. Can my eyes see it? I've been under the assumption that I can't. Um, You are you are within range for telepathy now. Okay. Uh, I'm just gonna ask. Do you have any kids? Where, where are they? Um. The gorilla wouldn't really know what's going on with its brain. Uh, it would just kind of, when you say, <laughs> do, do you have any kids, just kind of hang its head low. False. Well, that fucking sucks. <laughs> just, oh shit, I shouldn't have asked um, a gorilla. In the meantime, quickly, Reese has largely stopped paying attention and has moved towards, um, an assassin vine, like, infestation, and is taking notes on it. Okay. Um, if anything, uh, uh, when you guys, uh, when you guys are uh, like um, on your way back, when it comes to that point, uh, you can attempt to take the uh, the the torn assassin vine with you because it's dead. I would definitely like to do that, but yeah, yeah. Uh, when we it's, get it's there, it's quite long, but it can be coiled up and carried by a couple people. It would yeah. be good to have that. I can turn into a horse if it's necessary. That's true. Um, Forgot your uh, druid. Yeah. Siphon's <laughs> going to be. Get down from the tree. Um, he, he just kind of goes, he, he kind of looks down to the group and he goes, Look, look out, uh, before just plummeting from the tree. <laughs> um, um it, 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 it looks like the wind caught him though, so he's fine. Uh, the gorilla's head snaps towards Scythe, but then, like, slowly turns back to the boy. Uh, the boy, uh, rushes over to a thicket, careful to avoid any assassin vines. Um, and he starts, like, rustling through the foliage. Not going through it, just looking for something. And he sticks his arm in, and he pulls out, uh, this, uh, this blue flower. And then he waddles his way back over to the gorilla. And in a very childish manner, he sticks his arm out with no grace, no dexterity, but a lot of innocence and presents the flower to the gorilla. And the gorilla looks at it, and with two very large fingers, carefully takes that flower, looks at it, and then eats it. (laughs) (laughs) And the gorilla, and the, and, 
the gorilla just kind of nods its head. It that completely was a decent flower. missed the point. It completely missed the point, but that was a good flower. Um, that was a tasty flower. I mean, come on. Uh, the the boy kind of looks at the gorilla and just goes, "That's not what I meant, but okay." And the gorilla <laughs> looks and its eyes go wide, and it goes, <laughs> um, as in like a oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um. Oh, poopy. I ate in the flower. Um. Uh, the, uh, the boy looks at the girl and goes, All right, I, I guess, I guess it would have, it would have been better for you to eat it anyway. I don't know where you'd put a flower, especially one that's... In your hair? I mean, it's got a lot of hair. It'd just get lost. But it would look Many flower. <laughs> yeah, thank you. That's true. I'll have to come back sometime. <laughs> Um, try not to come back until we take care of the infestation of assassin vines. Oh, he wouldn't know if they're called assassin vines. Until we take care of this vine infestation, though. I agree. Um, if anything, on some off time, one of us might be able to escort you out here. After all, it appears we're a bit more familiar with that gorilla now. We know what we're looking out for, and we know that as long as we're a friend of you, I suppose we're a friend of the gorilla. I wouldn't want to make enemies with this, uh, with this, uh, big mother anyway. You're very nice, Mrs. Gorilla. Thank you. Um, are you assuming the gorilla is married? Yes. Gorilla is. <laughs> um, I mean, she's just such a fetching lady. It's um, true. This is a real catch of a monkey. The, uh... The, the gorilla purses his lips and its head goes up and down. It stamps its little feet to the ground as if it's excited. Little feet. It's I say little feet. It's a gorilla. Relative, it's got tiny feet. Relatively quite large. Little feet, fucking bigger this than big like lady at is least behaving two like people a little here. Lady right now. Everyone's just gonna. She reminds me of my own mother in certain ways. Tane looks at, looks at Yerud and goes, Don't speak about your mother like that. I was gonna say, just look, just look at him, look at him so confused. Oh, I thought you meant... Well, I thought you meant a bit more literal. Saif was about to just say, Lock one pack. <laughs> to that before it got clarified. Um. Uh, uh. The boy would look at all of you and go, "I am a little hungry, though. All I got was some berries. Do you guys have any food?" I mean, sorry, would have brought rations with him, but worst yeah. case scenario, you know what? Actually, uh, Sora's just gonna cast good berry. That's true. And give him one. <laughs> That's true. Sorry, restores uh, sorry. any missing hit points. What? Uh, this boy wasn't missing any hit points. Um, does this... Oh, I'm thankful. He only has one anyway, so... That's true. Uh, that is exactly how much good berry restored. While there, while there was, while there was the potential, uh, while there was the potential, uh, like, 
in this narrative context that the that the boy like was potentially harmed off screen, I would not, I w I would not deal damage to a child in campaign. I hope gotcha. not in real life either. Some children can get on my nerves. Oh, that's a joke. <laughs> you've seen, you've seen those scamps that come into the dungeon. Yeah, FBI. Right? If you were listening to this random Dungeons and Dragons podcast, we do not assault children, nor do we force them into slavery. Most True. of the time, we're um, cutting this shit, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, we're definitely cutting this. Um, uh, oh wait, uh, once again, audience, <laughs> um, like, so, um, what does this goodberry look like? Goodberry, uh, just looks like like ten, like small berries. Think like salmon berries. Okay. Up here in Sori's hand, and he just. Old dad is in so that the boy can take one or more if he wants. It's not going to hurt him. The boy takes one, and he sniffs it and he goes, Are they good? Uh-huh. Try it. He pops one to his mouth, and he chews it. His eyes go oh, wide, a... <laughs> and he just shakes his head oh, up and down. This is a good berry. That's a good berry. It is. It's a really good berry. I got nine more. <laughs> and his stomach is now completely full. I don't think I want any more, though. <laughs> It's okay. It's a good berry. I just I mean, don't. I I think one's okay. I'm does anyone else want good berries? Since you know, we will eat. We'll eat, we'll probably take like three of them. I will give okay. everyone one, one berry two, and Scythe three, four, five, six, and then seven, eight, nine. So, uh, if everyone's taking one, yes, yeah, you'd have one left. Nope, I gave one to the child. That that's true. Perfect. Yeah, assuming that I gave no, Scythe three. Still... One, two, three, four, five, one, six, six, seven, eight. There's two more. One, two, three, four, five, six. Tane's here. Uh, then there's still one more. Don't count yourself, Matt. That's true. <laughs> Matt would like one. I want Matt would one. Like one. I want one. Where's my good berry? It's a good berry. Uh. Would Corlol get one? I mean, yeah, if there's extra ones. Yeah, if there's not an extra one, then Yerwin would split theirs with Corlol, to be fair. No, fair if there's an extra one, sorry, we'll definitely just be like, eh. And also, since what, what we're counting you as well, Sorry's just going to give one um, to Muffin. So that, Very you know, cool. you can eat it. Muffin. You want to steep it in ale first? <laughs> God, um, my lamb's not an alcoholic. Yet. <laughs> my lamb just knows how to have a good time. Okay, there's a difference. Yeah. It can stop when he wants to. Um. <laughs> but he's so, having a good time, so why would he stop? So true. So, um, <laughs> with that, you guys start heading back. Boy in tow. Oh, yeah, Boy. um... Reeves asked, um, what's your name, by the way? I don't think we caught it. <laughs> Uh, my name is Uni. Uni, pleasure to meet you. I'm Reese Farlow. Hi, Reese Farlow. I'm Uni. <laughs> Much better than calling you the boy. I agree. Uni's a good name. I like <laughs> Uni. If I ever have a kid, if I ever have a kid and he's just like me, I'm naming him Uni. Okay. <laughs> well, the child will likely be like 50% you, so, you know. 
this is your chance. The child, do you say that in character? No, no. Okay. no. The child's gonna look at you and go, how? <laughs> oh. <laughs> you see, when cells, cells, they split and produce two perfect copies. But uh, you can only do half of that. The truth. Sorry's the only person in the world who knows about mitosis. Uh, <laughs> Scythe knows he's just too stupid to to articulate it to he's anybody. He's too stupid. He's just not fluent in the language. Yeah, he's not fluent. Uh, do you? Uh, no, no. <laughs> do you guys grab the uh, assassin vine on the way back? Yes. It's some races. Yeah. Yes. Very cool. I can't wait to put it in some water with some red food coloring and watch the vine change color. <laughs> so true, vascularity moment. Oh, um, oh, okay. Fuck. <laughs> um, was that a science project that you guys did or yes, something? Yes. Okay. Um, Tane pipes up and goes. He's also gonna help carry the vine because it's quite heavy. Um, and he goes. Well, we can bring this either to um, Artemy. I'm sure she'd like to see this. We can also bring it to Yolf. It'd be a good time for you guys to meet Yolf. He's an interesting fellow. Wait, is can... he a vine? No, Yolf's our chief taxonomer. Mm. Um, he has a catalog of uh, most of the um, observed uh, flora and fauna of the island. Oh, okay, cool. Let's we'll take it to the... It um, I already forgot her name, Botanist, again. Artemy. Yeah, let's let's take it to the... Let's take it to Artemy first. And, um, I'm sure we can figure out a way to get a crude map of what's been infected and what's not. Correct. Rebella will help carry the vine. Cool. Um. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, with that, you guys manage to head back, and besides the mosquitoes, which are a nuisance, there is no real, um impediment to you guys' travel from this point out. Um, you guys would make it back to the back to the wall. It's just about to become nighttime at this point. Um, uh, the, the sun is setting and there's still some light about, but it looks like that light is not going to be lasting for very long, uh, as uh, nightfall do, do, do be coming quickly. Um, uh, we do still be uh, revolving around the sun and an axis as well. You don't know that. I'm kidding. Um, when there wouldn't be a day-night cycle if we weren't. You've obviously never seen Forgotten Realms then. Anyway. I... <laughs> um, you guys, uh, the, the guards go, Oh, there you guys are. I was wondering when you guys would come. What is that? Are they referring this to the child? To, are they referring to Uni or the vines? <laughs> this is a child. You see, when one person loves themselves, they split. And that's. They split into two people. And that's how Uni happened. Yeah, so they're referring to the vine. Um, you have a bit of an infestation in your woods, so. Hmm. Interesting. Forest, not woods. I don't know why I did Tane's voice with the guard. Interesting. Um uh well I would say I would I would go tell um tell someone about this, but like you guys are the people I tell. 
So yep. yeah, there's a vine infestation. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Doing my duty. Glad to know. <laughs> um. And you guys are able to head back into the city. Yay. You know, I think there might be a giant ape out there, too. You know, be real careful. Don't want to run into that thing. They'll um, figure it out. <laughs> Trial oh and error. God. How many guards will we go through? Probably a lot. How many guards do we have? Can we stop letting children into the forest? Yeah, please. Can we not let... Unsupervised? Please? Uh, it depends on what you both qualify. Of you, both as a of you child, to assume. But... Both of you to assume that they that 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 they let the child pass there. You know, child can children can slip past any any watch, right? He also they speaks can, big like, gorilla. Apparently, he apparently does speak big gorilla. Because <laughs> he he said that this gorilla does not understand common, and it sounded like he was speaking common. Sure was. He was speaking oh big God. gorilla, which is a, which is a dialect of. True. <laughs> I put my hand up to the camera. My ear started ringing. Oh no! Um, Stop <laughs> trying to break the fourth wall, Carson. You're gonna get us all canceled. I, I stood up and my entire body started ringing. Oh, don't uh, do that then. Um, so hold on. Move the mic closer. I can't hear it. <laughs> uh, as you guys, as you guys, uh, make your way. Uh, south, back through the um, uh, back through the uh, the company district. Um, uh, you guys would immediately attract the attention of a lot of people, mainly merchants. Um, a lot of people will be coming up to you asking to buy that off of you, asking if um, uh, asking if you guys are selling that. Uh, asking like just a lot of a lot of very annoying questions. A question for Matt, uh, just add a character. Uh, on the sign, it said the names of uh, the parents, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Does it say where they live? Because uh, this is be... a big city. Uh, there would be information on okay. uh, on the back of the paper uh, for contact and um, like an address and stuff. Yeah, what's their phone number? So true. <laughs> um... Are you guys dropping off that vine first, or are you guys going to return the boy first? Probably return boy. going to say, it's getting pretty late. He needs to get to bed. <laughs> okay. Um, with, uh, with very little trouble, you guys would be able to um, make it through the company district and go uh, more into the council district, uh, not far past the company... Uh, council district border though um and uh make your way into a a um a row of houses and huts um uh and you'd stop at one that appears to be that appears to be the um the house that matches uh the address listed on the back Feel like someone should knock on the door. Knock on the door. Riz knocks on the door. Okay, Riz goes up and knocks on the door. Um, you hear someone quickly rush up to the door, and um, uh, open it with panic. It's a. It is a uh, a middle-aged human woman with um, 
uh, with a, with an olive complexion and dark hair. She looks very worried and looks like she hasn't slept in a little bit. Would you uh, like to buy this vine? <laughs> uh, Reese kind of steps aside and gestures to Uni, who's assumingly standing close by. Uh, Uni would rush up the stairs, uh, and the mother would crouch down, having her arms open, and she'd pick up Uni, and she'd give him a nice motherly embrace. Um, uh, so anyway, my brother is in a ditch currently. What? Hold on, what? He swerved and missed a deer. I think he's not hurt, but my mom just fucking shouted, so I had to mute myself. Oh, dear. Um, okay. Yeah, no, they missed. Don't worry. I'm glad they missed the deer. That could have gone worse. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, back to the tender moment. <laughs> it's alright. There's a different pause. We could cut that part out. <laughs> um... Uh, the, 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 the motherly figure would, um, set, uh, Uni down, and Uni would run into the house, um, and then, uh, the mother would, like, disappear from the side of the doorway and come out holding a little, a little, a little sack, little sacks of gold, um, counting, uh, and then, uh, pulling out some more because they didn't know how many people would be picking up this request or even getting this request at all and then handing them all to you shaking each of your hands uh you know her tears like tears seemingly welling up out of out of her eyes um this uh um this part of the district is quite close to the wall so it does make it does make sense how um uh how one could um, potentially uh, how one could potentially uh, talk with funny animals especially if there might be a hole under the wall big enough for a tapir to fit through um, however there are no gates outside of the city except for the the, the northernmost one um, figured I'd clarify um, like the <laughs> uh, 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 oh my gosh Monetary district, whatever it's called. The uh, yes, the company district. Okay, thank you. Um. Uh, each of the um. Each of the pouches contains a um, ten gold. Um, a very heartfelt note that's uh that is enclosed in a little envelope um and a sack of cookies. Cookies. Um. Rebella so we could have gotten more gold, but we got fucking cookies, and we rescued a child. So this is like the best day of my life. Rebella will hand back her ten gold to the mother and say, "It's for the cookies." She would look at you, and then she'd just give you a big hug. Uh, so, so, so I would kind of whisper to whoever's directly next to him as he looks at the gold and he would go, I don't know what this is. Sorry, what would, is. Sorry, would just look over at him and I guess using telepathy, probably say, um, it's, it's money. People use it to buy things. It doesn't have any value on its own, but people will give you stuff for it. 
so 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 would just kind of just like uh daintily try and to try and put the uh the the money uh just just back towards the woman um <laughs> just like the money please. at this woman <laughs> um if you are if you are keeping your gold uh you can go ahead and uh mark 10 more gold um on your sheet uh if you're not uh the the mother is going to is going to insist that you take it but if you insist back she's not going to fight you on it <laughs> if she, if she if she insists i'm just going to hit her with the i don't know what this is and i don't use it um uh it looks like it 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 looks like 11 years just disappeared off her face um as in it looks like she looks uh, she looks the worry that she had looked made her look much older. However, now that her boy is back, she looks much younger. Um, I thought that you were saying that we stole no, life. No, no, that's her. why they clarified because I realized what that sounded like. That's it's what was in the pouches of money. That's true. It was some of her age. Um, anyway, um, so it was a curse that a witch put her under. <laughs> she says her goodbyes and she says, "I have to." sort out some things now and I need to give Uni a, a stern yet loving talking to about never doing that again. Yeah. No, no, no she's gonna shut the door and start beating his ass. Do you want her. Muffin to stay the night? Muffin? <laughs> the lamb steps on her foot. Muffin looks up and goes, Meh. Um if you're offering, then I suppose. Have a good sleepover, Muffin. Me. Uh, I'm going to sob. Muffin waddles into the house with his little lamb legs. She goes, "Okay, thank you. I'll I'll make sure to, I'll make sure to re return. Uh, I'll make sure to return the little fella in the morning." Just open um, the front door, it'll find its way back. Okay. Rue. And if I'm not mistaken, you all are... And she looks at if any of the badges are visible. The Brave Wild? Cornwall's probably still carrying it, yeah. Yep. Uh, it's... It, it... Sipes is probably on his quiver clip, so... Um, it's very much visible. She nods and goes, You all are holding up the legacy. Thank you. I know this was um, supposed to be like an ancient group of adventurers, but I like to think that they were basically a fire department. And they just like <laughs> helped get cats out of trees, find lost kids, and then they just fought monsters yeah. like as a side activity. So true. Um, as a side activity, they saved. Yeah, I'm an adventurer. But teaching is my passion. <laughs> With that, um, she gently shuts the door. Um, and you all are free to head back. Mm -hmm. We're gonna head to Artemy? Yeah, uh, if you guys want. Or Yolf. Yeah, not everyone has to go. But yeah, that's where Reese is planning on going. With vines. Cool. Um, 
is interested in these vines. As you guys walk, um, uh, you hear uh, the mumble and rabble about the streets. Um, uh, a lot of people were still outside doing stuff, but they saw that Uni was back. Um, and you hear rabble of like, is that the Brave Wild? Is that the new Brave Wild? The Brave Wild managed to get that kid back? Imagine what they faced. That kid was out in the woods and they managed to get him back. I've never seen anyone do that. I thought that boy was a goner. Things like that. Um, I thought a big monkey would have stolen that boy. So true. Um, and with that, you all are free to head back up to the um, up to the hill uh, that the council hall sits on. Yes. Um, yeah, Sorry's just going to head back to the barracks. Okay. If... So, Sorry's heading back to the barracks. Um, uh, Tane would have mentioned that um, Artemy uh, would have a um, would have a workspace that is close to the council hall, similar to Yulf. Um, and would mention that Artemy is actually Yulf's apprentice. Perfect. Um, something that this works out something nicely. something that he remembered as he was walking back in the city. Reese um, is heading that way then. Great. Uh, is anyone coming with Reese? Scythe. Scythe. Yearwood's gonna go ahead and head back to the barracks. Okay. Uh, what about Gorilla? Mm, Gorbella will go back to the barracks. Okay, so it's Scythe and um, Reese going to do the uh, to find Artemy and Yolf. Yes. Great. Um, so, uh, Scythe and Artemy uh, make their way over to the council hall. Wait a minute. Oh, that's Siphon Artemy. Sorry, Siphon. It's Siphon. Siphon Reese. And Talon. Or... Whatever his name was. Tane. Tane. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Tane would also go with. Um. Uh, as Tane has things to do at the council hall anyway, so he might as well head that direction. Um, Tane would um. Uh, would inform them that uh, when approaching the uh the council hall. To the left, uh, there is a structure um, uh, that um, is built along a tree and seems to spiral spiral around the tree with various structures that are jutting out of it, supported um, uh, in sort of like a triangular formation against itself. Um, uh, Tane would inform uh, the group heading there that um, one of these buildings... Uh, or one of these uh, one of these buildings uh, is the workshop of Yulf, and it's higher up. Uh, and near that should be the workshop of Artemy as well. Heading up then. Great. Uh, there is a bit of difficulty because uh, this this assassin vine is quite long. Um, and um, going upstairs at the proves a bit of a difficult task. So it takes you a little bit. But you can eventually get up there. Um, uh, as you walk, uh, you would see um, that uh, uh, you would see uh, a um, a sort of placard that sits in front of a door uh, that says it literally says "Workshop of Yolf" and then "Workshop of Artemy" on the uh, across the hall. Um, these both have very thick doors. 
Um, we'll knock on the work. We'll knock on the door for Yule first. Okay. Um, so you knock on the door, and a little bit, a little, little time goes past. Um, and then the door swings open. Um, and uh, <laughs> um, you see that uh, uh, you see that um. Yolf is currently uh, is currently holding uh, a very large stick, uh, and in the corner of the room there is a very large carnivorous plant uh, currently laying limp on the ground with a bunch of with a with a which a bunch of mushy marks like it was hit with the stick. Sorry, I was in the middle of something. Uh, are you the new brave wild? Uh, yes. Forgot to mention this man is a gnome. Um. <laughs> he looks up to you. His his uh, his wispy eyebrows jutting off of his face, and his his um, his stark white beard, uh, essentially concealing his lips. It moves up and down whenever he talks. Hi, I'm um uh uh sorry. It's lots of things on the nerves here. Um, I am the head taxonomer. Uh, for Live Kebby. Uh, great to meet you. I wish I met you at better times, though. And he sticks out a hand to shake. Uh, Reese kind of, like, shuffles the vine in his hand, so it's, like, most of it, so he can actually shake his hand. Uh, Yolf's attention is immediately caught by this assassin vine. Oh, and what is that beauty? Um, there's a lot of vines growing, um, just north of the city, and, um, they're extremely parasitic to the trees. They're killing them. And there's a bit of a, a, a large infestation. Interesting. I have not heard of that yet. A vibe. Lash, lash out at nearby things mm. as well. Yes. Vibes that lash out. Um, seep the parasite. No, seep, seep the nutrients from tree as, as, if a, as if it was a parasitic relationship. This must be the cousin of something else. I'll have to put it in the book. Um... <laughs> Wow, that is huge. Uh, obviously, for someone of my stature, it probably is a bit bigger, but wow. Holy shit. Safe is here. Yeah. Safe is like yeah. three times man, as tall as this dude. Yeah. The man probably comes up to like Safe's knee. <laughs> like. Uh, well, if you like, I can, um, I can scoot out a table and you can just dunk it onto that. Um,. I can do uh, my routine examinations. Uh, how recently did... I would assume it's deceased, right? Yes, Please it's dead. Me it's alive. Oh. No, it's dead. Oh, thank you, stars. Um, uh, how long ago did it die, do you know? We don't know exactly. It was recent, though. Um, we more or less stumbled upon it after it was torn from its... torn from its place. Wow, I can't imagine what tore it off. Um... But if you'd like, I can pull out a table and you could just set it on there and I can do my routine examinations. Um, and then uh, uh, I can call over Artemy. Uh, she will be thrilled to see this. Uh, yes, and uh, do you have a map of the northern area of the forest just north of the city? Or um, If not, I can get a crude, I can get one done and I can show you which areas have been invested. Um, I might have a map uh it would be nothing that it would be 
a bit much for information for looking to navigate anything, but I do have a, um, I do have a, uh, a general habitat map that I might be able to pull out. Um, and if anything, I can have it sent over to the cartographer to have it copied for you. Perfect, yes. Um, I was um, able to get a decent view of what trees were affected. Very good, very good. Um, just, uh, just give me a moment. Where'd she go? Mm. And he starts looking on the ground. Cherry! Cherry, come here! Cherry, it's alright! It's, it's, um, I think it's, uh, that's so good unconscious, so I'm assuming it's dead! Come out! Um, uh, you see, you hear a, ah! uh, and you see from, uh, from, like, uh, around, like, a, like, at the door of what appears to be this, this closet, um, a, uh, a small little reptile peeks its head out. Uh, this reptile, uh, uh, has, uh, sleek scales, uh, is quite, sh like, it's very, it's quite small, um, and it, it has, it, it has the appearance of a velociraptor, um, However, it's one, uh, it's one, um, it's one, uh, like, stark feature, uh, is that, uh, its feet are quite large, and the claws on it are quite, uh, the, are quite big for its feet. That's, that's a good cherry, come here. Now, um, I don't remember where I left my habitat journal. Do you know what that is? And cherry, like, sort of, uh, looks at Yul, its tongue hanging out, and it nods its head, and it runs in a circle, and then it runs up. Uh, manages to climb its way up to a step stool, climb onto the counter, knocks things over off the shelf, not on purpose, uh, and uh, with its mouth, grabs a book and holds its head up. Thank you, thank you. And uh, Yulf manages to walk his way over there and take the um, take the book from uh, Cherry, and then waddle over to you guys. Let's see here. Um, let's see here. No, uh, where did you say you were again? Sorry, uh, which, uh, which, uh, which, uh, where was it, like, was it close to Lavkemi, was it, uh, which direction? Yes, just north of Lavkemi. Just north of Lavkemi, okay. And he flips through a couple pages, and he, this one, uh, this is a, uh, a, a habitat, uh, map of northern Lavkemi. Um, he turns it to you, uh, and, um, he, his handwriting is so illegible. Uh, but you can see uh, general maps uh, of where different um, uh, where it appears uh, it appears marked and shaded in where um, uh, like certain just like endemic life uh, might be about. Uh, although making out the names of it is quite difficult. Yeah. Um. And just with a finger, he would kind of trace out a general outline of what areas have been affected, and just around here-ish. Once I get a map, I can actually draw it out for you. Okay, right, that works. Um, I'll, uh, I'll, I can contact the cartographer sometime tomorrow, and I can have um, an updated uh, habitat map produced, and I can see if I can supply it to you. Thank you. Uh, Sounds nice. Uh, correct. Um. Uh, is that all you wanted to talk about? Uh, yes, just the, uh, fine infestation. Okay, um... If you don't... If you don't mind... You guys... When you guys go to leave, can you... He gestures towards the very large carnivorous plant. Could you take that out and just, like... 
Just leave it in the grass that's by here. It'll decay in plenty of time. Sure. Um, one thing to note. If you or whoever does go out there, um, as we can tell by this large find, there are large creatures, so make sure you're wary. Uh, okay. Out of character, not so subtly hinting towards gorilla. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, there are a few large creatures that reside towards there, so um, that would make, that makes sense as to how one would tear one. Yeah. Okay. That makes more sense now that I think about it. But thank you. Um. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, this is. Cherry, if you couldn't gather from contextual clues, and he points towards the the little raptor. Um. Is there a common species around this area? Common, actually. Um, if you venture towards uh more directly west uh and southwest, uh it's a um a very common species. It's known as clawfoot. Uh, very aptly named because of the large claws on its feet uh that allows it to run quite fast as its feet dig into the soil um and give it more traction as it runs they're quite a beautiful species and um uh they're very cooperative uh with the people of uh of kirjoa generally hmm. uh so so smiles and just kind of lo looks really far down, I'm assuming. Very and just far goes, down. Hello, Cherry. Cherry, Cherry's tongue is hanging out of its mouth like a dog. And it looks up at you. Tail wagging? Yeah, tail wagging too. Oh. Um, and it just kind of looks at you because it gives you a happy look. Right. Um, well, we'll get that plant out of your way. Um, Enjoy the rest of your evening, and, um, he Reese turns to Scythe. Do you want to help me out with this? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll bring the plant outside. How, how big is this carnivorous plant? It's quite big. It's like, um, it appears that, uh, its, uh, its head was, like, twice the thickness of the assassin vine. Uh, it's, it's stout, ah. though, so it's not like it was the size of the assassin vine. Uh, it looks like... It was quite large, though. It looks like if it was fully stretched, uh, it would have went from uh, from its pot uh, that it's currently sitting in. Would have went from uh, the pot would have been at the floor. Uh, it would have been able to touch the ceiling, and the ceilings are you know fairly fairly sized. <laughs> Is Scythe able to just lift it? With a little bit of difficulty, yes, Scythe would be able to lift it. Okay. Um. Uh, uh, Reese would be a little bit wary of that pot just falling off, though. Yeah, Reese would everywhere. help. So, in that case, um, uh, so you guys going uh, outside then? Yeah, to drop that off and then head to the barracks. You guys have an equally difficult time going down as you went up. Uh, Reese going down <laughs> first, carrying the pot. And Scythe going down second, holding the rest of the plant. Yeah. I mean, with, with the amount of, like, pull that there is, his fingers have probably, like, dug directly into the plant at this point. Most likely. The plant is very fleshy. Like a tomato. Yeah. Like a very thick tomato. He, 
his hands are like probably completely inside of this thing if it's as heavy as you say then. most likely uh, you guys make it outside uh, and you're able to lay it down on this large swath of grass that surrounds the um, that surrounds the outside of this large tree structure cool um, I'm heading back to the barracks I don't know what Scythe's up to um, is going to follow uh, Reese because he doesn't know his way around a cityscape, uh, and he will get lost. Uh. Yeah. Um. Very cool. Um, you both managed to make your way back to the barracks. At this point, everyone, um, both uh, those with Tane and those with uh, those with Hunapo, um, would be within the barracks uh, during the night. Um, are there any night activities that people want to do, or want to role play out? I I've got one. Okay. Uh, Scythe doesn't snore. There we go. <laughs> That's a night activity. Lack of one, I guess. Yeah, as um, as Yerwin is starting to wind down for the night. Um, Coral kind of just sitting on the bed, uh, no longer holding the bed, of course. Um, Yerwin is going to retrieve the two good berries that they've been hanging on to still, um, sitting down on the ground in front of the bed, uh, and taking one in their own palm, uh, and then holding out the other in the other palm for, for Coral. Um, and just before the two of them, uh, begin to kind of, like, eat, uh, as it were, um, Yerwin speaks in Draconic, uh, to Corlo. Um, we've made it this far. And that was a pretty good first day, if I say so myself. Corlol would look at you and she would she would nod at you. Um Corlol um um would uh in a very happy tone respond If this is what the first day is like, I can't imagine what the rest of it will be like. Yeah, we've got some, some good things coming forward. I can feel it. I am I, so thrilled. You can take the bed. I, I don't. I haven't had one before. Don't need one now. If you say so. Um, and Corlol manages to waddle the way up the bed. And um, Corlol's uh, sleeping good tonight. Yeah, as, uh, as your one is uh, about to go to sleep, just... Good night, then. And, uh... I love you, little sister. Love you too, big brother. Yeah. Does anyone else have any activities for the night? Mmm... No. Reese probably spends the rest of the night just, um, writing in his 
book and his little spell book, which also acts as a journal. It is both. Very cool. Very cool. Um, just before going to bed, uh, Grabella will go up to Sore. Okay. Oh. Hi. Hi. Um, I have to say, I'm, I'm, I'm a little surprised you remembered me. I, I didn't think many of the druids, like, you know, recognize me. I'm, I, I like animals more than people, but you're nice, and I remember nice people, or I try to. Um, just as a little aside, uh, sorry, you don't really recall ever seeing Grabella. Eh, I'll lie about it. That's what I figured you were doing. I don't want to, I don't want to hurt her feelings, okay? It just really means a lot to me, you know, I, you know, I was never in with all the druids and, you know, I just, I just really appreciate it. Is gonna like kind of awkwardly stick out a hand and say, We're on the same team now. And I thought what you did with those plants was pretty cool. Really? Mm -hmm. Thank you. Uh, and she'll, what is it, a fist bump? <laughs> handshake? <laughs> handshake. Okay. Yeah. She might have to stand on tippy toes to reach, but. She'll she'll lean over and shake your hand. Sora's just gonna smile and then turn back and head in for the night. Unless anyone's gonna stop uh, him. Are you okay? Casey. I'm doing great. Okay. Just wanna make sure you're doing okay. Very cool. Means um, a lot, you know? <laughs> um, and with that, you all will go back to your rooms. And as nightfall sweeps over the island of Kirjoa, slumber finds you all more peacefully than you might expect in this homely little mattress that is made of straw. Uh, it's surprisingly comfortable. For some of you, it reminds you a little bit of home. And for others, it's a little bit of a good escape from home. And with that, we conclude session one. Yo! Hog. Oh. God, Yippee. what a session. Okay, I gotta say, I totally thought I was just an asshole and missed a conversation that we nope. were having. Nope. <laughs> nope. Well, because Grubella was like, oh, yeah, like talking like best friends, right? And I was like, oh, yeah, you're pretty cool. You're, you're, a, you're a cool guy. And I'm like, I don't, I'm going to assume that things are okay. Or a decision was made and I was just too dumb to realize that I was a creep. <laughs>